Just before we start, I just wanted to mention one thing quickly. Uh, Hellas & Co. and Sporting Club Hellas are independent missions. They're both run solely by myself. So if you could like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, it would mean the world. Check out hellasandco.com. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to Hellas & Homies. I'm here with three very coveted guests, three of the 13 of the 92 world members. I'm here with Seveno, I'm here with Jazz, and I'm here with Chef. How are we, boys? What's oh. good? I'm good. As you all know, Seveno was on episode 43, I'm pretty sure. Gone. Did, bro, did good views, eh? Oh, really? And the TikToks did really well. Like you're talking about, I think, X Factor. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, State of Origin, I released that clip the morning of State of Origin, so that did well as well. Man. And there was something else. But yeah, the X Factor one was funny because you're talking shit about, I think, Conan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People liked it. Ronan, Ronan. Ronan, that's it. Oh, yeah. uh, that's when this guy, what, what was that website you were talking about? Oh, Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> the app, the app. Oh. Been no. happening, fuck. Since we last recorded, this is how busy they are, right? Seven O himself released Hoodshine and Ball Talk. Jazz went to the USA. Who else went with you? Look good, Look good. yeah. Then they released a bunch of merch in between as well. I think two different tees, hey, two different designs. Yeah, least, we still tees. need to get them off. So if you're watching, make sure you yeah, know we'll link it, but cop it, please, and we can get them out to everyone. Easy as. I'll cop one. Yeah, I'll cop one. Yeah. Are you gonna have them there next Sunday? No, we got to hit the pre-sale first. Oh, yeah, true. And then we and then we can let them off. Yeah. Um, backyard sessions, which I went to one of them. Oh, fuck. 92 XP. Yeah, 92 yeah. XP, right. Gone. Um, you did two of them with the third upcoming. But when this releases, it'll be in four or five days. And then uh, Seasons by CB, your EP came out. On the Low by Jazz Nobody and Joseph is one of the best songs in Australian hip-hop. Yeah, hand word. on heart. I'm not saying that because he's in the room. I mean it. Anyone that knows me, little Ben in, who's switching the pod right now knows I pumped that tune. Hundred. Oh. Um, the Out West After Party. We'll get into that later, but 92 World got a shout-out from a rather large figure, larger-than-life figure himself. Um, the Gold Coast pop-up with You Know Clothing. <clears throat> and then um, over the past week, you low-key announced an album, all that shit whilst they're wearing Hellos Havoc trucker hats, man. The whole <laughs> they, fucking time, eh? Hey, hey, hefty. How good? Rip everywhere. How's it all going, eh? Hey? It's Havoc. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's mad, bro. You know, we're, we're walking in what we're supposed to be walking in, so... It's been a blessing. It's been it's actually been tough, but like a lot of it has been teaching and growing moments. So yeah, it's been hectic. A lot of growing pains? A lot of growing pains. But you know, that's what comes with the territory of trying to build what we're trying to build out, you know. It's not it's not nothing like small that we're trying to do or minor, you know. We're really trying to create a world. And with <laughs> when you're trying to build a world, bro, you gotta really, you know, have your shit down pat and Make sure you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's, but that's our that's our thing, you know. We're, that's the journey, and that's what we're on. So we're just gonna keep that shit rolling. So let's go over it again. Ninety two world has ninety two grams, which yeah. is you two, is it not? Yeah, yeah. You got chef here sous and sous chef. chef. Pretty much just double chef, you know. Just yeah, double, double chef, chef. it. Right, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, what are, what do you call them? Those meal packs that you send out. The same packs. Same pack. Sand packs, man. Holy ton. Yeah. Sand <laughs> packs, hey. They go hard. They were gone. I was pumping. I was here. And um, <clears throat> who dropped it off? I can't even remember. Bro, I was just, I pumped it, I reckon, in 10 minutes. CV. Yeah, probably yeah. CV. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to an event, the chicken. That's the, bro, that was the best shit Chicken, eh. Hey. Who does hey. the cookies? Oh, uh, that's SMB cookies. Shake and bake. 
Yeah. Oh, they got ops. It's freaking Krispy Kremes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's um, that's Katz. Katz here. Yeah. One tap. You know, they, he, he um, started that little bizzo with his girlfriend. Um, they started baking and that. And then yeah. well, it's turned out to what it is. It's still like, it's still just starting out, you know, but yeah. it's already got a love from the XP sessions. He's mm-hmm. done a few orders out here in the West. But yeah, we definitely have plans to, to build that out. He done a pop-up at Taylor Espresso out, out in the, it's pretty much the local in Maroubra. Mm-hmm. But sold out first week. Just, nah. that was it. So we want to do a couple of more of those things, you know, with the 92 grams S&B cookies and all that and just just slowly build it out. Can we talk about the food truck? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Food truck. <laughs> Explain the food truck to us, boys. Food truck's coming soon. Um, talk up. Food truck's coming soon. Uh, December, we're looking at launching. And um, yeah, fuck, we're just excited. Our I just love to cook, too. eh? Like, yeah. And um, I jumped on off um, Busa and during community so like he just needed a hand in the kitchen and so i just started jamming with him out yeah. and just cooking and then loved it and yeah. then now we're doing this well wow, that's been mad i didn't know this guy had moving i didn't i didn't i didn't know this guy had like that love for cooking like that yeah like, he always said to me he wanted to do like drinks jazz juice and that mm. stuff and then when he helped me in the kitchen i seen like he actually full loved it he had his little recipes yeah. coming out and that so hey stay tuned next xp this guy, we're going to come with some new stuff. That's cooking sick. background, what nationality are you both? And does it come from like, as a kid, your love for cooking? Yeah, I reckon like family, like um, occasions. Yeah. Like Christmas, my birthdays. <laughs> the birthdays. <laughs> the birthdays. Oh, yeah, man. Damn. Look how close we are. That's yeah, how yeah, close yeah. you want to be. Yeah. And yeah, I think just picked up a few things for my mum. And um, yeah, ever since like cooking off this guy, I just like love to do it. Yeah, and so it's been mad. What about yourself, Chef? Um, I would say definitely like that's inspiration now comes from. But I didn't always love cooking like when I was younger. It kind of came like a bit later. Yeah. But my mum, she's from Iran, so a lot of like the flavors and that. Yeah, Spices. definitely from there. Yeah. yeah. So like I do like Persian cutlet. It's like kafta, but Persian one. And yeah, that, that stuff is like, that's where I want to like kind of lead more to like doing all that Middle Eastern food, stuff like that. But also mixing with the boys, like their cultural food, like I think we can fuse it mad. So yeah, that's all we're trying to get to. Yeah. On top of that, 92 merch, 92 gaming, 92 active. Fuck, yeah. what else am I missing? 92 communities. 92 communities. Yeah. Right, let's talk about pillar. that. Pillar. That's a pillar. No, God, can we talk about Doco? Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Oh, exclusive all around yeah. here. <laughs> so the doco, you just showed me the trailer. Um, for those who listened to the last pod, you know the whole crew went out to Noombawar and Groot, two of the most northern towns in Australia, very secluded communities. You got the doco coming out. Yep. Like how, how do you feel about all that? That's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I think I explained it on the last potty, but um, Andy, you know, he literally just hit us up on Insta and just said, can I, you know, come over and just tag along and make a – make a film on what you're doing or your working community. And at the time we just said, yeah, but then we didn't know all these hurdles were going to come with it, you know? So he booked his um, flight to Darwin. Then he had to book his own car because you have to drive from Darwin, 12 hour drive to Numbawa. And it's like dirt road. So you got to get a certain car. He ended up booking a car. <laughs> he was with half of our team. We were already in Groot and we we're coming over from Groot. They were in Numbawa. Uh, they were in Darwin 
half of the team and Andy was with him. They drove halfway and then they were flooded in, so they couldn't even get across to 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 where we were. But they had our donations and everything. You know, I said that. Um, yeah, all our resources. But then, as they were stuck there, we just Andy um, ended up getting a charter. And I, but I didn't tell you in this, in this um, but we found out some crazy news when we got like a, maybe three weeks ago. We found out that the charters that we were catching, people actually died in the same like airline, the same planes that we were flying on a month after, but no one told us about that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I told, I said that. I yeah. So people died and then people just yeah. recently cra- like crashed, like charter crash. What pilots? Just- yeah. But I don't know, but the whole pilots and the four passengers died. Oh, and then after we left, after we like done our trip, very <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that's <coughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, that's yeah, that's actually crazy. But after we done our trip, um, people actually um, crashed again, and they crashed next to a croc infested water. So I don't know what it was, but but God had His hand over us during our time because that was our first time ever flying on charters and that. But anyway, back to the story. Andy bought his own charter from uh, Nuka. Yeah, it's like a seven hour from seven hours from Numbawa by drive. Um, he bought a charter from Nuka to where we were. Had all all, all of our like resources, donations, um, food, and then he had his camera gear and he shot that doco. So nuts. Him and Danny been really working at it, you know, for the last <clears throat> however long, but just working at you know the messaging and. You know what we're trying to really stand for here, so yeah. can't wait to drop it. But next week, next Sunday is oh, this Sunday when this drops, it's gonna be um, yeah, exclusive screening. So yeah, it's gonna be heavy. Keen, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah, I go, bro. While we're on that topic of the plane crashes, helicopter crash out there. Do you guys know that Matt Wright guy? He was like, yeah, trying to be yeah. the next Steve Irwin. Yeah. So he had like his own helicopter. He was making money because he had his own show. He was like the next crocodile. Guy. I watched it. Yeah, and he fucking let the helicopter go up knowing it was fucked. His best mate died. No. Yeah, out like Northern Territory. Yeah, and then there's another story, bro. Because you mentioned croc infested waters. This got covered on YouTube by like one of those massive like uh, like true murder things. These three blokes, I forget their names, so rest in peace to them. I, I wish I remember their names. They went out to like this river, but the river led out to an outlet, but it would flood the river. So they went out. And then the water started kind of rushing and before they knew it, like they were kind of, so what they'd walked on was like mud, sand type of stuff. And then that's suddenly like in a, you know, a bit of water. So they're thinking like, fuck. So anyway, yeah, I, I can't remember if it started like pissing down or like, I can't remember what happened, but at some point they jump in the water for a swim and it's like an embankment, right? So you can imagine they think it's like a flat river across the, like the river's just flat. It might be a few meters deep at most, but in reality, it, after like a meter off the bank, it's just like a drop. Wow. They jump in. One of their mates, one of them, just goes straight under. Doesn't come back up. A croc's taken him. The other two realize, bro. This one croc, they went up in a tree straight away. That was over the water. The trees over the water. This one croc waited at the bottom of the fucking tree for them to like for them to die no after way. eating their mate. And it took them like um, it took them like forty eight hours. It was only because family raised alarm. So the helicopter came over and got them both out of the tree. And even when the helicopter was coming in to get these boys out of the tree, the crocodile is still sitting there looking up, waiting for him. Because it knows his meal. Bro, it's crazy out there, eh? Like that part of Australia is fucking mental. 48, yeah, hard. 
But anything that we know, that, like the reality we know over here, you go over there to the Northern Territory, it's something different. Yeah. Like for real. Even that opening shot of, um, is it Groot or Numbawa that shot? Numbawa. Numbawa. Yeah. Like that, just the background of it. And you're just like, oh God. Yeah. How'd you yeah. guys find it out there? I was mad, bro. Mad experience, man. So like being to that, oh, good to go to that side of the country and like be with indigenous indigenous people. Wow, I'm mucking up my words. Um. But yeah, it was just a life-changing experience, man. But it was a big, big, big culture shock for me. Like mm. I didn't expect it yeah. to be what it was. You've been in Sydney your whole life? Yeah, never left. Like I've never left New South Wales. Oh. Like uh, like I went Gold Coast one little trip like one day and yeah. then came back. And then other than tour, like that was my first time seeing Australia. Wow. And then like we went to Numbawa and I was like, nah, this can't be like my backyard. It was just eye-opening, changes your perspective fully. Yeah, like, for sure. On what means. And we're, we're, we're community kids too. Like, we're from, you know, different parts. River, you go from Porirua, Mount Joy. So, it's it's even like, yeah, it's more eye-opening. Yeah. When you even, like, go over those ways. You know, with all this stuff going on, they don't know half the shit that's, like, that's going on that everyone's fighting over. Yeah. They're just trying to figure out, you know, how do you... Next meal. Yeah, next meal or like how to yeah, move forward and progress within their community. You said clean water was like a big one, wasn't it? Last time? Yeah, that's what we're trying to trying to sort out to take over to Numbawa. There's a few things we're actually working with people to um take over there and you know, it's a slow it's a slow process but we wanna do it right, you know. We yeah. don't wanna just rush it and fucking pretend that we got it all together and that we can make it all happen just like this, you know. It's just like the whole thing is like labor now, fruits later. Yes, yeah, that's right. I, I don't know how I came up with that. I was gonna say <laughs> that's um, tough. I love yeah, that. Eh? You can have it. Um, Fuck, I keep saying say? it, bro. Like that whole thing of like Northern Territory and how remote it is, and like for someone like Chef, there's so many blokes out there that have never even crossed the borders of our state. So for them to like watch this doco, they'll think they're watching something like over the other side of the world. Yeah. Like they have no idea. Like right this is actually what our own people live mm. in. Like the reality they wake up to every day is such like a vastly different thing. Yeah. It's so yeah, when the, when bro, it fucking shits me when the media like gets on rappers and shit and then there's your crew out here who are in the same genre doing shit like that, that Channel 9, none of that shit ever does. Yeah. It's all good though, you know, like it's longevity. That's what we're building for. So none of this like, you know, part-time praise is, doesn't mean nothing to us. We're really just trying to build for, for the future and the and the people that come after us. So we're not really into all that. If it comes, it comes. That's just a bonus. Yeah. But just like you, bro, we're just grinding out, doing our thing. Yeah, especially you do it, eh? Hard, especially yeah. when you got you know people you love that you're grinding out with. Like you know, if I'm just like like my my wife says in the doco, I'm just I'm literally just a link in the ninety two chain. These guys are another link and. We just keep pushing each other to do to do this thing, see out the vision and mission, and then yeah. keep pressing on, bro. You you know, and you know, especially in the music game, you see people come into it for money, and you're like, it, it just doesn't last. Yeah. Never, it can't it can't last because it just dies out. Like there's no pa you have to have passion and like genuine discipline to like keep this shit happening. Yeah, uh, that's why it's like, right, a lot of the artists you hear out there is like they're not the best yeah. rappers, all that, but. One thing you can't question is their work ethic. Yeah. Like they didn't just get there by chance. Like they're in the studio or they're, they're really putting in hours. And that, like I've always got told this since I was young in footy, is like you can be as talented as you are. But, you know, we, I was in rooms and they'll say none of you will make it to NRL. And it's true. Like you got to really put in the hours and 
that's why we just try and do our thing in our world and that's what separates us from the rest. We just stick to our, our own standards and our own expectations mm. and we just keep, you know, ticking them off as we go. Yeah. And 92 Music, we brought that up earlier. Jazz, you release an EP. Yep. Tough. Tough. Thanks, bro. bro. Tough EP. Thank you. On the Low, by far my favourite. The Freestyle. I love the interlude. Love the interlude. <laughs> and then the, the other one, what's the other one called? Uh, TMS. TMS. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but like the EP, how do, you, how do you feel about it when it got released? How do you feel making it, talking through it? Fuck, just happy it's out, to be honest. Like a lot of those tracks I've sat on for like two years um, and just piecing it together was like pretty easy. Um, on the low is one of my favourite tracks to work with Joey. I really fuck with Joey. Yeah, he's heavy. That's you, eh, on the beat? No, nah, that's actually um, Look Good's brother, Vimoso. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a beast too. Shout out Vimoso. He's a bad man, eh? In the family, I'm telling you. Tougher yeah. gang, bro. Um, hey, he's a tougher, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a tougher, bro. Yeah, click Makes sense day. now, yeah. Eh? <laughs> Crazy, yeah. All them toughers are crazy, bro. I'm telling you. Junior's going to be champ one day, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Justin's mad Justin, underrated. Justin, bro. Justin's. Mad underrated. Hard. Deserves way more respect. And I reckon Justin's, like, ability is going to get shown more. Like, you know, he, he can go to the ground, I reckon. Yeah. He, he can definitely bang. But heavyweight, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's just stand and bang. Out 100%. For the most part. And they're all entertaining to watch, so. Yeah. That's why I think Justin will do all right, but. He can do that. He can stay, he'll stand with anyone. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be – I reckon Junior as well. I watched Junior's fight. He went overseas, but I can't remember who it was against. Um, fuck. Maybe it was like an Asian fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. He's a gun, bro. Junior's a gun. <laughs> Junior's a gun. He's going to take well, I've been on. I've been on camp with Junior for Thai, like with Thai. I've been on camp with um, Junior in Thailand and that. Oh, crazy, bro. How's that? No, it was hectic. Like, just a mad experience, you know. It was the first time. I feel like that was some of the first times I was, I really got to see, you know, outside yeah. and, like, learn from a different culture, be amongst different people and that. And training. I was training hard out, but then I was shooting all Thai stuff at that time. Like, his video, yeah, video work. That's mad. Yeah, but it was a mad experience, eh? Well, yeah, anyways, back to your... Back to your feet. Yeah, the EP. Back to the fire. <laughs> no, I'm just happy it's up now. Like, yeah, I'm glad. Because I've been like sitting on music for ages, like away from PV. Um, but I'm glad it's out. Yeah. And I appreciate everyone supporting. Shout out everyone. All the love. It's good. You got on a few playlists too, which was good. Yeah, it was, it was hard. Good to see, that was yeah. solid. You got on heavy rotation on FBI too. Mm. That's pretty crazy to get for independent, you know? Yeah. Radio pushes for, I mean, labels push for that hard out. Yeah. So, yeah, Jazz is doing his thing. I always say, bro, but th this, like, this guy always say, but I will, he's, he's the best rapper. Like, yeah. best rapper out there. There's like substance and, con you know, there's all that. It's not just saying words and mumbling. That's what I do a little bit. But fuck, we'll leave that to me and let this guy really spit some shit. Your marathon bar's mad. Marathon bar. Marathon when I run my lap. Oh, <laughs> that goes hard as a eh? but like a real nipsy hustle vibes in that like yeah. little part there you're just like yeah this guy gets it like because it's true though what we're trying to do like we're just building slowly it's chipping away at it and like i think the best thing is that we do it as a family and that's what we are yeah for sure ah uh, bro quickly with thailand 
What's your biggest takeaway from Thailand? Because I've been like two times now. I reckon. What do you mean? Just like in general? The, yeah, like the culture. Because you mentioned that, right? I love like, it. Bro, the Thai culture of like how happy they are at any given yeah. moment is remarkable. Yeah. Have you been to Bali? Nah. Bro, you should go there. That's like the most hospitable place I've ever been. Yeah. My missus is in though. But yeah, Thai, Thai, Thailand is. Yeah. Jazz has been there too. Yeah, yeah, it's some fun times. <laughs> Where'd you go in Thailand? Phuket and all that. We went Phuket. Oh, no, not Thailand, Bali. Oh, this guy went Bali. Bali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It was fun, bro. It was young when I went. Yeah. So it was just little parties. Yeah, yeah, just partying all the time. Yeah, one of me and my boys went. I was working in the mines at the time, and we just went for holiday. Yeah, it was good. We're trying to. We're actually trying to go Thailand in um, January <clears throat> for yeah. my for my thirtieth. Yeah. I want to set up a show there. So we're going to go to Thailand and then but I want to hit up Thai Buddha. I think that's it, Thai Butter, one yeah. of them. On Instagram, I want to do some shows out in Bali too. He's got a few joints out there, so that's going to be hectic. Yeah, who's that? If we can team that up. Bro, I spoke to <coughs> Justin Horro when I went to YKTR back in the day. And he, bro, he had a guy, or maybe it was Isaac John that said it. They knew a guy over there that they knew through footy, never cracked it. And, bro, he ran like half of Bali. Sandor Earl did the same thing. He went over there and had like two or three businesses going within like yeah. a few months just because of Aussie, just Aussie regular wage money can get you that far over there. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, he was like just the connect for anything in like South Asia if you needed it. Like he yeah, just knew everyone. It's a crazy world. I love there. Bali, bro. Yeah. It's mad. You're like a king over there. Yeah. <laughs> and people are just happy, you know. They're not like, yeah. Yeah, less ego as well. For sure. Yeah, it's mad. I'm going to, um, I'm going to Vietnam in like fuck this day. Five weeks. I'm going Hanoi, Ho Chi Minh. Hanoi, you can go on like the quad bikes into the. Um, that's where the war was and shit. So you, like, you can go over like landmines and stuff. Damn. Pretty crazy. What? <laughs> can you die? No, yeah, but like, are they it'd be that rare to still go over one to this day that hasn't been already gone over. Yeah, true. But yeah, you can go on motorbikes and shit all through the forest. There'd be like landmines, grenades that like, yeah, all in the ground. You'd be so fucking unlucky to run over one. They'd be yeah. kind of. Wow. Exciting, I reckon you'll get know. away. Uh-huh. You might lose your your butt cheeks <laughs> when you're driving away. <laughs> um, Hanoi, Ho Chi Minh, and then yeah, Thailand. Go Bangkok, Phuket, Chiang Mai. Mad. That'll be mad. And then Fifi Islands. Um, How long are you going for? Four, fuck no, only like three weeks. Yeah, just go do it shit quick, man. I love it. There's no point sleeping when you're on holidays at the age of 23. Go out of a day, explore. Can't party believe you're still only 23. <laughs> Crazy. How old are you? 29. I'm 30. 30. Judge is 30. Chef? Chef is 26. Seven. 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 27. Boys, move the arm. 27? Yeah, just move between years. How old are you again, Judge? <laughs> Apologise for my boys here. They're a bit inexperienced, but you know, yeah, this no, is I'm what I <laughs> First part <laughs> for the lads. Bro, you know what I've been asking, like I've been <laughs> asking since I met you is, you've, have you ever had a, like a job after the X Factor? Or have you kind yeah. of just freelanced for the No, no, no. This is, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, what I'm used to grinding out with is fucking um, not what everyone's used to. Like, I've had a job, but I can't keep them. Yeah. I just can't work for people for too long, you know. I just do it just to make ends meet. But then I just grind out, you know, even if it's like I'm grinding out with nothing. Like, if I show you my bank account now, you'll laugh. I'm in minus. Yeah. But that's how serious I, I take this, you know. I don't fuck around when it comes to the dream and actually come to like the vision like I really believe that God gave me this vision and gave me the team and family that I'm surrounded with now so for me to 
do anything less and give anything less than a hundred. <clears throat> but I feel like I'm disrespecting it. Yeah. So, in saying that, like, I'm used to grinding out with nothing. I've been doing this since I was a kid, you know. Yeah. And like, I know the. Uh, and I'll say it again because it's actual facts. It's labour now and fruits later because that's all it is. It's work, 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 hustle, and then I know later it's going to pay off in the end. You know, like no one thought that kids from where I'm from or where we're from will be sitting in executive boardrooms of Apple, but look, we're doing that now, you know, yeah. like proper and actually talking to them how we can actually build out 92 World. And we're not just doing it like – one big meeting and we go away like we've we've had a few we're on our like third project with them we're talking to them about longevity stuff you know so when it comes to when it comes to this game bro like i feel like i'm a veteran like yeah just because i haven't stopped you know a lot of people stop because of circumstance and whatnot but you know i really believe in the vision and the mission and my team like i really believe in them so yeah but it's just jobs come when they come and if we're grinding out with nothing because we have to, then that's what it is, and that's what it is now. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I got sacked from two jobs. <laughs> Coles for eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's working the deli. And so what they do is they put, bro, I was one, no joke, I was around 150 kilos at the age of 18. Uh, I left, bro, I left big school. Big just, just pig. So that year after I left have school, to. I went to uni, I just pigged out, drinking every weekend. Fuck, I reckon I was having like chocolate for breakfast at some point. Like I was that fat. And um and bro, my like my eyes were like if I smiled, my this all this fat would come up and like my eyes were like I was looking Asian for the most part. Eh? Like, it's nuts. Anyway, um, so they put me in the fucking cool room to do the split. So what they do is they bring in all the stock that goes in the cool room and they go, Yeah, do the split. But bro, the cool room's like I think it's less than five degrees. So what they were doing was like pretty illegal. I'd be fucking that cold. And then I'd be heaps cold now. I'd just get heaps hungry. I reckon it was like a survival instinct, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> my body's kicking like a fucking in Antarctica. It's like, Your body's going in overdrive. Like, <laughs> Being Italian, they, you know how coals do like at the deli, you can get like those little packets of like- Yeah, um, yeah like prosciutto. And, yeah, prosciutto. But you yeah. can also get like the fucking sun-dried tomatoes in yeah, oil. Yeah, and shit. So what I'd do, I'd, oh, I'm not going to say a name, but oh yeah, I will. I'll beep it out. From bakery, this girl from Manny, seventy five, could hardly walk, could hardly talk. She worked at bakery. She was a hustler. Shout out to her. She gave me cookies every shift, and then she give me bread. Take the bread in under my apron. Go into the stock room, put twiggies in there, sun dried oh, tomatoes, feta, and fucking. And then one day I opened up the Frankfurts because there was Cheryl wasn't working, so I couldn't get my hands on the bread. And I just was smashing down Frankfurts as I was working. Manager walked in, she's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> fuck, sorry." <laughs> My brother, my brother was like one of the managers at the time in the store and they fucking they didn't tell him, they called That's me crazy. and sacked me a fucking day later. No. <laughs> and then Jamie Hi-Fi, they I just fucked like God bless that job. I had I had so many friends. So I worked out the back. Bro, that many people took JB Hi-Fi so seriously. They had like a culture where they're like just want people to take it like mad serious. Yeah. I just couldn't give a fuck. I just couldn't have cared. Eh? Cause I just knew I'm not going to be here my whole life. And yeah, yeah. it's JB Hi-Fi. Like people are getting their TVs. I'm doing my job. Mm. And um, I just fucked around. And then, yeah, they didn't give me a shit for three months. So after three months, they technically, they, they have fired you if you haven't worked as a casual. And they called me. Thank God he called me. And he's like, Hey mate, uh, just want to let you know it's been three months and they're on the phone. I was working for my uncle. So I was like, yeah, I quit. And he goes, Oh fuck. Thank God. Otherwise I would have had you down as fired. But yeah, he's like, yeah, we had to let you go. Like, you obviously, you know, you're not doing your job. So yeah. Crazy. 
I was working for my uncle. But yeah, I've lost two jobs. I reckon I've only kept my job my uncle because he's my uncle. But yeah, I, I just can't do it, bro. I can work. I, I reckon I can work forty-eight hours straight for myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But you tell me to work for like I like working for my uncle as it is like of a day. But fuck, tell yeah. me to do like work for other people. It doesn't go down too well, eh? I'm lucky. I got I got my missus. She yeah. really lets me. You know, she's got a she she's like a teacher at TAFE now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so she's able to. She just got that recently. Shout out, Annie Sheila. But yeah, she does that, and then I'm able to focus full time on. You know the girls yeah. and business, yeah. yeah. So lucky. Yeah. What about yourselves? What did you do before all this? I was. I had a few jobs, eh? To be honest. Yeah. I had so many jobs, bro. Um, I was in the mines for a bit, construction, um, uh, warehousing. Yeah. But like Killer said, our best like, fuck, we'll grind out broken. Like we know we're gonna make it. You know we know we're gonna get out of the rut. But it's like a longevity play. That's what it is. What about yourself, Chef? Um, but I've worked mostly in kitchens since I finished school. Like as soon as I finished school, my first job was on a community food truck. Yeah. Which I think is why like what led me to this point. Like that's what I, exactly what I want to do. But where was it yeah. based? Riverwood. So based in where I grew up. Yeah. Um Ooh. like literally he's from this guy's yeah. from Riverwood. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Rough, bro. Yeah. I drove through there with um, guy, Oh fuck <laughs> I drove through there with fuck <laughs> Bro Dang. so Do you know Soka? Elijah Yo brought yeah, yeah. scene And Ronan so. Yeah 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 I know Ronan Yeah so like our first shoot My first ever shoot rappers was those two That was 2020 maybe Yeah And um Yeah we drove past Riverwood In there, that fucking Where Shelly shot all these videos yeah. That like um High rises Yeah the Is that housing commission? Yeah yeah. I was My grandpa like, used to live there. Yeah, we used to, right, we used to always play tips in the buildings there. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm from Wimbledon. I was like, you're just going to drive through it tomorrow or whatever. Like, you see, like, I, I come from a very sheltered life. So when you're driving through Riverwood, you're like, oh, fuck, this is different. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. So yeah, yeah, you worked in... In Riverwood, yeah. Literally 100 metres down the road from my house, the community food truck was there and we just like, it was an opportunity for kids that just finished school, didn't really know what they wanted to do. Yeah, man. Started there and then just from there... Got real lucky, got a job at Novatil, things like that. And then That'd yeah. be full on A in those kitchens. But they, they try and scare you at the start, but it's not as bad as you think. It's just the because they have more kitchen hands with you. So yeah. it's like as long as everyone does their job. Yeah, it flows well. Sweet, yeah, we got some lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I worked at a pizzeria in the mountains, but there it was on the highway, but like there's only like one or two, right? So they pump on Friday and Saturdays or like footy nights, like origin. True. And bro, like you'd be in there and like, yeah. Just watching our kitchen has to work at like full capacity is like nothing else. It's one of the most selfless jobs you can do. It's mi like minimum wage for the most part. Yeah. Hard. And just people just over hot pans, getting burnt and shit like that. Yeah. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. It's different gravy. Um, something I wanted to bring up. I was there. I loved it. Their Out West after party. So for those listening, the Out West after party was uh, Thai organized an event to be had at Panthers on the Sunday after UFC 293 or was it 294? No idea. <laughs> yeah, no, 293. What entailed that day was a fucking awesome day. A lot of the boys from around here had good fights and then Tyson gets up. Tyson knocked out Tur. Did you knock him out, Turkal? Yeah. Yeah. Pumped. Oh, guys. yeah. Pleasure, that pleasure guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. And the pleasure man had a few raps on him and it was good for Tyson to like get a win on home soil. What followed was unfortunate was... Um, Volkov just had tie for size 
And then, ah, fuck, who was it? Strickland did something we've never seen before, the Philly shuffle. And Izzy just, it, for whatever reason, just couldn't happen, right? Yeah. And so the Out West after party suddenly is like, everyone's still going, but the vibe isn't as like crazy as it would have been. As like, say, I reckon it would have been if they both won, Panthers three, Pete, similar. Yeah. The amount of people that would have piled into Panthers that night would have been fucked. I don't know if you came out here after the three-peat. Nuts. Like Crazy. the whole Mulgoa road shut down. I think if Ty did the same, knocked him out for like first or second round, just people would have bought tickets, tickets, tickets. Anyway, we get there. Lots of fun. But these boys all get up on stage and they just fucking bring the house down, hey, bro. That was nuts. It was an awesome performance, eh? That was crazy because the sound was shit. Like yeah. they literally had a roof. That was the sound because they had sound, sound restrictions for the hotel next door. Yeah. So that was already like, we're like, fuck. <laughs> when we done sound check, hey, we pulled up and we're doing it. We're like, nah. So, but then, you know, when, when it comes to showtime, you, you can't stop that energy, bro. You just yeah. got to run it. Yeah. yeah, however it goes. So it was mad. I had mad fun, eh? Yeah, it was fun. Ty, shout out to Ty. Like he always, t ever since we were kids, like two, he's always... Brought me along to whatever, you know, he can he can to just help me win, you know. So, you know, I always want to do the same for him. But shout out to him for setting that up. Um, and then big shout out to Izzy for just for just showing love. Like he walked, when we first got there, he walked in yeah. and we're just dancing from the jump, you know. And he was just showing mad love even to my brothers and, and, and 92 and that. Which was just someone from, of his level, you know. He's got like, what, eight something mil followers or some yeah, shit. Yeah. It's like the whole world watches him, but he's still down to earth. Mm -hmm. Like he's a real he's a real dude. I just think people misunderstand him yeah. a lot of the time. But that's the same with Ty, you know, but to these guys, nothing new. Like yeah. people are always going to misunderstand him when you're great and like when you're born to be great and shit like that. So fuck, crazy night. We yeah. just turned that shit up and then like, yeah, it went off and – some mad stuff happened after it too, so. Yeah. <laughs> wow, winners all around. Now nah, we came back um, here. Yeah. We came back here, just a. Quiet one. Yeah, a little quiet. A little, <laughs> little boogie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you just brought the house down. Izzy gets up on stage and your speech goes, what do you say? Win or loss, we still fucking. Yeah, that's it. We, we still, still ride. ride. Yeah. Because that's it. If you're a Westie, right, you know it. Win or lose, you still ride. Yeah. And that goes the same for everyone that we back and support. So same with Izzy, same with Ty. And 92 know that from the jump, we're still riding, you know. Always. Yeah. And Izzy, bro, that pumped him up. And then he gets on the mic. And how do you feel, like, in that moment, because I was standing with your brother, I think, and, fuck, there was one of the other boys with me. And I'm standing there, and Izzy gets on the mic, and he shouts out 92 World. Just fucking mad moment. That's yeah, so cool. crazy. At that moment, did you realize, like, Matt, that media, that, that, like, five seconds of content itself can, like, push you so far? Nah, bro, like, I don't know. I think I think the older I've gotten, it's just, like, I like to enjoy the moments for the moments that yeah. it's in. I don't really I don't really look at that till after, after, but I try to really soak it in. And um, when he was saying that, I was soaking it in hard out because it was like, man, just adds to what I already believe, you know, like. You know of of what we are and what we do and our mission and that. So to hear someone else that's had his own path getting to the top, but he's the greatest in the world. Like you can't even question that. Most active, like you can't fucking question what he's done for 
just fighting in general and the sport of MMA. So have have someone like him of his accolades say that about us. That's big, bro. That's big love. That's the biggest cosign, eh? Straight up. <laughs> Crazy, man. Biggest cosign. And like it's mad because I I got a cool, like I wouldn't say I'm tired as with him, but I've got a cool little relationship. You know, we chat on the gram, like I show show love to him, he shows mad love to me and and the crew and that. So fuck is the man. Yeah. But just like, you know, like same shit with Tui. He's, he's fucking global, global. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those pinch yourself type things. Like, he's one of my, like, my, my brothers, like, my good mates, you know. Yeah. One of the boys, like, we've seen each other before this shit, before the, all the bright lights or the fame. Like, he, you, you say bam, bam around the world, someone's bound to know him. Yeah. And for him to always come home and still be grounded and down to earth like how he is and that, like, that's why he's the goat to me. No one could take that shit away because boys that come from where I come from and that to do that kind of shit and put it on a global scale, fuck, you can't fuck with that. Yeah. That yeah. was mad, eh? What you brought to that party. I fucking loved it. It was sick. That's the 92 energy, baby. Yeah, yeah. Planet of Vegeta, man. Yeah. No one does like Vegeta, bro. I was there. Was just, I sent that shit straight to our wings. Yeah. Take five. I was like, yeah, you got to post this, eh? That's Because I was filming on my phone. I was like, yeah, fuck, like this has to go up straight away yeah. and he was just there he's like bro that's mad like that's the coolest shit i don't think i i don't know if you guys realize like how cool that is to bring that shit out west to penrith yeah hard. that shit doesn't happen because if you were to tell me as a five or six year old right or like an eight year old nine year old if this is like a bad analogy but say like fucking john cena or triple h they were like the superstars of combat sports to me as a kid if you were to say by the age of 23, you'll be able to see two of the most famous people in combat sports at Panthers for an after party for a few drinks and local music. I tell you to get fucked. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that shit Hard. was not meant, even like as much as five years ago, that's not meant to happen. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like that's what is happening. You know what I mean? Hard. And it's cool because you guys are the people that like you're the front runners and bringing that shit and making that shit happen and connecting people to it. I feel like it's just the, like it's the start, eh? Because yeah. the amount of talent and the amount of People out here out west is just insane. They're um, creative and gifted and all that shit. Bro, crazy. People can run a, run events out. you got DJs. you got Hot Out West, mm. that little event that runs. you got the craziest athletes and, you know, sports stars out here out west. Then you got the music. Like, you can't fuck with that. Honestly. Even you, bro. Like, you're bringing all these people in. That's it. Giving them a platform. Like, fuck. Thanks, bro. That's, it's big time. Like for me, I feel like it's we're living in a historic moment for the West. Mm. And I feel like we have to like try and come up with something that captures it all, you know, into some sort of festival or some shit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I imagine, like imagine that, like you had the West performances, you had athletes and stars that get to come and have a mad space where they can come and enjoy, you know, a full festival day out here in the West. Yeah. you got live podcasts going. you got basketball built. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's gonna, it could be crazy, you know. And what better place to have it than the Panthers? <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. Huh? What, are you what are you talking? Nah, I'm just saying, like, hey, hypothetically, that yeah. will go crazy. It's a great concept. Great concept. Yeah. You know, we bring we bring artists, homegrown artists, but then also just a couple from out there. You know, you can speak it into existence. You got Stan, 
Stan Walker, you got Kenyon, you got Sammy J, just the people that we know or that I know yeah. in general, and then we could just build that out. Bro, it was bugging me today. What was Stan's big song when I would have been like 10? Black Box. Yeah. It's a little black box. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, because I saw the clip of last night of him, like Take Flight posted of him talking to Stan about you guys, which I thought was really cool from both both parties of Take Flight and um, Stan. And then I was like thinking, I was like, I know Stan from somewhere. And then I was, my mum was listening and she was, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just watching a thing of like Stan Walker. She's like, oh yeah, he used to be like, he had massive hits. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember what it was, eh? Yeah, Black Box would have done like Box, 100 yeah. mil maybe back yeah. in the day. Heaps. Would have hit the circuit. He's, but, he's one of the best yeah. to ever do it. Yeah, Trust. I'm, I'm being dead set. No one can touch him when it yeah. comes to vocals, when it comes to like like his heart for what he does. But for real, no one can touch him. Did he come through the same time as like yourself through X Factor? Nah, I came after him, eh? Like he... Ooh. No, I came. <laughs> I came. Um, he he was an idol. He he won idol. Yeah, Australian idol. And I remember as a kid, I was walking around Balmain because we used to do like drive out all the way out there to do by the harbour New Year's. Yeah. I was telling all the kids, "Hey, I'm a stands my brother." <laughs> And this was the grand final of, yeah, Idol. And he won and she, and then everyone was like, congratulations. <laughs> it's like, I was act, I was, bro, I was taking it all in. Fast forward, <laughs> over 10 years later, like, we've been close mates for over 10 years now. Yes, man. You know, proper. And he's been there through some crazy times. And, you know, I've been there through some crazy times with him. But for me, when it comes to this music thing, he's, he's a vet. Yeah. And it, and I feel like he's only just starting because he just came, you know, he's coming out of his, whatever he's got going on in the back end and he's coming into his own shit. He's able to tell his own story and do it his way. And I think that's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Chef, I've got a question for you. You're in a similar position to me. Music-wise, there's not much of a background, right? How do you feel being like a part of this whole world now? Did you ever think you would be? Oh, Chef's the DJ then. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I, you just be a DJ? No, 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 no. They're there. I dabbled a little bit, but I got. You want to hear exclusive? Not much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 not yet, not yet. What do you got to lose, bro? <laughs> Are you going to release it? Yeah, it's coming out. Oh, yeah. End yeah, of the year, maybe. end of the well, year. Yeah, it's up to you if you want to preview it. Yeah, he's I'm the, the manager, brother. Don't worry. He's the manager. <laughs> just, uh... Where's Johnny? No, nah, again, what was your question? Sorry. Where, I, well, well, I oh, like, Johnny. Yeah, where's Johnny today? His, he flew back to Darwin. Oh, fuck. Saw some bizzo and then it's going to come back. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with was, the music, like, what's it like for you stepping into it? In terms of, like, Australia or yeah, in like general? this whole scene, like, being part of, like, 92 World and Virginia. For, and for me, I've always just, like, loved, I don't know, hip-hop yeah. specifically. I've always listened to all music, but, like, especially this guy, Far. That's yeah. why I second what this guy says about him being best rapper in Australia, like. Hands down. <laughs> like, I listen to a lot of rap, like, and really listen to, like, the lyrics and, like... He thinks he's a connoisseur. Nah, nah, mums. He's actually got good taste. Yeah, yeah he's good, he's good. Mums, this guy here, li lyrics and cadence, no one can touch him, mums, yeah. in my opinion. And flows, he just surprises me every time as well. But I feel like I'm blessed. I get to get to hear all the unreleased before they come out. I'm always, you know. Yeah. We always have battles. Busser reckons he knows all the lyrics to everyone's unreleased music. 
But I think it's crazy, like, <laughs> to see how it's, like, growing as well, especially, the, like, artists coming out of Australia. I yeah. think, like, what Kiel was saying, especially out west, there's so much talent. Mm. And it's just slowly getting, like, seen now, but far. It's going to explode, I reckon. Who's some of your favourite artists, like, you know, to get a, like, grasp of your taste? Just overall? Yeah, rappers, but we'll keep it rappers. All right, all right. Um, probably J. Cole's number one, in my opinion. Oz, Oz, Oz. 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 Oh, oh, I thought you meant overall. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. no like, yeah, across the country, but yeah. Oh, jazz, definitely number one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Outside, outside PV and like 92, yeah. like I listened to, I would say one falls up there for sure. For sure. Oh, has oh, to be. You, you got to be silly to <laughs> not. Are you going? Their vlog is a movie. Yeah. The two unreleased tracks. Oh, bro. That second one, that one. Oh, the second one? Crazy. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. What, what's the sample? I don't know what the sample But that beat was tough. They do it different. Rick and Matt Wilson, man, different gravy. Top tier. Different yeah. gravy. That's Marketing geniuses, man. Those yeah. Gravy. Like, yeah, so crazy. one, four. Who else you got in there? Forward. It's tough. Who's some? Without going to the playlist, I would say Joseph, but that's because I'm being a bit biased. Like, that's my best friend since year seven. Yeah. So, like, I, I like to listen to his stuff, like, coming up Australia. Who else? OG host. OG host. Oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. He was at um, G Funk. Yeah, That's yeah, the king of G Funk right there. 100%. Do it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a track. Is there anyone else for any that you put on? There's heaps. Heaps. Miles. Oh, the whole area. Shout out Miles. Yeah, Miles. Shout out Miles. Miles is a beast. Elijah. Elijah. Double six. Yeah. Right, all of them. You know. Black Albie. He's tough. I reckon top. Oh. I reckon the top, hey, the top of Osbart. Or Black Albie. Who that? Mars put him on. So that cruising song? They they did a like a joint EP together, him and Mars. Yeah, gotta listen into that. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, fuck. There's a few that I Mars is one of my favourites. But he doesn't rap anymore, but Fez was like, oh. <coughs> yeah, for yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Fez. Bring back yeah. Fez. Bro. Bro. Uh, Bring back Fez. Bring back Fez. No, no, but he's, he's bulked up, eh? Been training hard. He's ripped. His brother put something up on him the other day. But yeah, for those yeah. who are listening, CG Fez is who I'm talking about. He's the first rapper that I properly linked with and brought me to a studio. Nuts, man. Nuts. Watching him like rhyme. Yeah, you go, tough. oh, like you're yeah, an actual poet. You're not a rapper. Storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. Proper. Um, yeah, we were at the open uh, open studio in Glen Denny. He's like, oh, I need snacks. Like, we'll go to 7 Eleven. And it was like a 10 minute drive. And he just previewed like this EP. It never came out. Mm-hmm. And bro, like he took like the depth of the story he's telling, the words he's using, the double yeah. entendres, like everything in it. You're just going like, fuck, this is one of the best things I've heard. Eh? It's crazy talent out oh. here. It's a matter of studios and oh. platforms for them. Yeah. And teaching them how to market themselves. It's the lanes, like teaching everyone how to just own their own shit. Mm-hmm. Like depending, because that's, you know, like now the day and age we live in, it's all about that. Like knowing how to distro your shit how to put your stuff in publishing and all that. Yeah, so that's the, I feel like that's where the gap is, but there's platforms out there now, you know, you got Even, that's a, like a, a solid platform where you can, it's like direct artists to, you know, to the followers and the fans. And it's not the middleman. Bro, you know, Spotify, every stream is probably like 0.0003 cents or something, yeah. you know, you have to stream it. There's a stat that I shared on my story on, on my Insta. Yeah. It was like something like you have to play the song 20 times 20 a times a day for a whole year for, for me to earn 25 bucks. 
that's bullshit. Yeah. That's that's weird. Like because it's something that we do full time, you know. Yeah, that's why. If you're listening, if your favorite rapper releases merch or has shows, you go or you buy. There's one shirt, bro. That's a legit, legit what you guys just said. Yeah. It covers all that. And it doesn't always, you know, like that's something we're learning too with the merch side and everything is like not not all the numbers translate to sales or yeah. translates to, to plays or anything like that. You just got to figure out what that is because, you know, got heaps of followers and heaps of people that – but. You know, like at the moment, can't even sell 100 shirts. Yeah. And that's just like us figuring out what that looks like, which is all good, but that's just part of the game, you know. Um, so it's mad at the same time. We're learning a lot and, you know, we just keep it pushing. Yeah. But That's all it is, learning curve, eh? Right, 100. You just learn as you 100%, go. 100%. Because there's other, the other areas we're doing really, really good in, you know. Yeah. So it's a bit of give and take and understanding what's what. Yeah. And where to pick up on shit like that. Do you get a lot of inspiration from Nipsey? Oh yeah, I used to watch him heaps. Yeah. Oh, I still do actually, like, for sure. I think my thing is just I just want to know at the end that I own that we you know, we have ownership. Over like it, Chef owns intellectual property. Bro, proper IP, like it's everything. Yeah. Right now the day and age we live in, it's like they want you to sign it all over, yeah. give it all up. But it's as much as you can hold on to, that's what we're trying to trying to build. Yeah. Or like, just figure out what's the best way because we got a family, you know. We're not. It's not like a. I feel like everyone, full views and their perspective of what this is is like all this hype, all this hype shit, bright lights and, but the realness is it's fucking it's a dungeon, bro. Like you really got to go through some dark places to really oh, get to where you want to get to. You got to go through some things, sacrifice a lot of things, you know. And then you, you got to keep looking in the mirror, telling, like asking yourself if that's what you want to fucking do for the rest of your life. Yeah. But that's where we are, and that's why I keep pushing my team because no one else is. Like we live in day and age where everything's fucking soft, and like you know, it's just we we stand for something, and we're actually trying to push for building our world. So then, obviously, none of this other shit can come in, and yeah. you know, kids. I don't want my daughters growing up in all this bullshit. I'm trying to really push for it, so that's the journey, my brother. Yeah, bro, he's preaching in the quiet. It's fucking lonely. It's way lonelier than anyone ever could imagine. For sure. I do because you followed that page the other day, that's Sporting Club Hellos. That I have. Yeah. yeah, so I got two brands under that. I work my job. I come here two nights a week, one to record, one to thing. And then I have to edit these podcasts as well, like manually. Crazy. But bro, like the the amount of time I spend in my room. After work by myself, it's fucked. It's almost every night of the week, right? Okay. I'm like, it could, I could start at 4 p.m., finish at 12. Like, I don't speak to my family anywhere near as much as I honestly like Once to. It, yeah. Bro, like, you just, I don't know, it's way lonelier than anyone thinks, but they'll come up, they're like, oh, you're made, like, you know, Ty now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's a fucking, yeah, my yeah. network is a byproduct of my hard work. It's a fruit For of my sure. labor, right? But hey. like, yeah, but, bro. Definitely, bro. I reckon the big thing is, like, they just see, like, the event maybe once every two weeks that I feel obliged to go to. Sometimes I don't even want to fucking go, right? But I've got to put my face in those places. Bro, there's so many nights where you're just sitting there and you're like, fuck, I ought to be about it. Like some days I wake up for work, 5.30 a.m. I've gone to bed at 12 or 1 editing and I look in the mirror and my eyes are red and I just say to myself, yeah, be about it. Splash my face with cold water, get on with my day. That's go again. You know what I mean? Like that's the shit. But people don't really see that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, the IP thing, I've spoken about before when people ask me about like sponsorships and stuff like that. I say, it has to perfectly align. Otherwise, I don't want to bar of it because I am my IP. 
and everything I want to create, I want to have, own myself. Because if I ever pass, that way it doesn't go to fuck. Like Scooter Braun with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift carks it right now. Her mum doesn't get a fucking cent of it. Scooter Braun's got all of it, right? Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big. That's the big one, bro. That's what Nipsey most probably fucking was watching. It's, Taylor had nothing. It was all Scooter Braun owned her shit through a loop and a contract. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That just sounds like a normal contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. But yeah, bro. That's why I would never, ever, ever sign. Like, I, if people want to do link ups, or whatever, sweet. But I'm never signing over my IP. Like, yeah. I, ideally, I never have a sponsor. I generate revenue through, or the sponsor itself perfectly aligns. Yeah, yeah. So if I ever do take on a sponsor, it's like I feel good about that. You know what I mean? Sure. But um, yeah, bro. I reckon like IP is the way forward and owning it. So many people are so quick to sign off on a quick paycheck. It's done. Hard, hard. Well, it's easy, you know. Yeah. It's easy for short term, but if you're really trying to build longevity, bro, it's the wrong way. Like you, and that's why we're taking the time. It's trying to build inside. So, but we're partnering, you know, out so we can build our in-house media, yeah. in-house production, where we're really self-sufficient top to bottom. Yeah. We literally are working towards three tiers of media within 92 Worlds. So we've got our iPhones, which we shoot in-house or edited and shot off the iPhone. And then we got our doco, our ongoing doco that we're building out with Amanaki Studios and the boys there. And then we got our YouTube stuff, our vlogs, and our more our YouTube and branded content that we're building out with Sonda Films. So there's a lot of work um, that goes into that stuff, but bro, if you do it right, I feel like it will pay off yeah. 100%. Big time. It's bro... I can't explain it <coughs> enough when people talk about it. It's like you can't be so quick to sign off your fucking IP. You yeah. can't be so quick to sign off just like. We learned that the hard way mm. with our music and that. Yeah, it's hard just to talk to people up. about it that are, have done it. <clears throat> yeah. Because you're like, yeah. I don't know. They don't realise that if they cark it at any given moment, which we seem to forget because we're young. But like if you cark it tomorrow and you're one of these big rappers and you're signed to, I'm not going to name drop, but you're signed to one of them, right? They won't like that because some of them most probably listen to this. But they'll be like, yeah, it doesn't go to your family. None of that shit goes to your family. If your songs pop off, it's not going to your family. It's going to um, fucking that label. Like it's, and they're already multi-million, if not billion-dollar companies. Some of them. Um, the, the the deals aren't fair. Like it doesn't work in the artist's favor, and Never. It's, a lot of them are favored towards like approaching the the person who doesn't understand their business. So that's what everyone gets caught up in, you know. Some people get bound to it for. Fucking five plus years, ten plus years, yeah. five plus albums. But yeah, like I said, we learned the hard way. I mean, it's I don't think it's a bad thing, you know. We just stick and move, learn out learn the lesson and keep growing from it. Yeah. But yeah, some people like actually need that shit because they're just lazy. So some people need a fucking label to do all their shit for yeah. them. But like I swear hundred percent when they get to a point where they actually realise their worth, their their talent and their gift and everything like that, they're going to regret that they didn't put time into actually understanding all the back end of their gift and yeah. shit, which is what's going to keep it going forever. Whereas like, you know, we've been grinding, I've, I've been grinding out this for over 10 years, same as this guy on the pen, you know, Busser in a sense. But like all that 10 years is going to pay off and when it does, it's going to be like, wow. Yeah. It, you know, maddened. Yeah, <laughs> There's fucking late nights, days, dark hours. Yeah. Like I said, it gets lonely, bro. Yeah. 100%, but it's all worth it, you know, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in in the due time. Even now, though, it's worth it. It's worth it. Like, the lessons are worth, worth it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's just the people you meet. Like yeah. for me, i got a shortcut through having the podcast to meet you because I listened to your music for years before I even met you, right? Yeah. So I just like 
just cut off. Like how many blokes would probably want to meet you, but they have no maybe like way to engage that interaction. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Whereas I just started a podcast. It's my cheat code. I know what I want to do with it. I just build up my network through it, right? And all of yeah, a sudden man. I've got all these friends, all these – like your album party, right? The podcast or the XP sessions, watching especially you, one of your songs you did, I was going, wow, this is mad. I was dead set speechless, right? And Reezy, when she was singing, I'm going like, wow, like this is proper like talent I'm watching. Bro, that all comes off the back of just starting to fuck off podcasts at the back of Open Studio. You know what it's I mean? crazy, yeah. This is cheat code. We look at it like that for sure. Yeah, it's just the experience of it. I get to talk to people. I get to learn shit and I get to talk to like, I don't know, recently like Mason Dane. Like, you know what I mean? And that guy's like an international superstar at the moment. And yeah. all of a sudden you can say like I like I can call him like a friend and all that, you know? I think that's the way forward. Just doing, make, keeping shit independent and just hustling hard. Keep it to yourself, you for know? For sure. And yeah, it's hard, it's hard but. It's hard. Yeah, definitely. But it's worth it, I reckon. It's definitely worth it in the long run. Now, national tour upcoming. Yeah, national tour. Where give me every stop. So at the moment, bro, it's 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 quite hard because we're obviously we're independent, so we're organizing the whole tour. We're not with an agency or anything like that. So we literally do the flights, accommodation, we book the venues, we organize all the flights are uh, like you know, transport, food, everything like that. So it's it's quite a it's a it's a big process to get through, um, and then trying to get the funding for that to happen. You know, for someone something like a crew like ours, you're looking at fifty plus. You know, just to get around. But if we do it right, we can you know we can do well. Um, for this this one though, what we got locked in so far is Gold Coast, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney. Those are hundred percent dates. Uh, you know, cities that we're visiting. And then Reeves NZ. And Melbs. Um, sometime in March. Oh, we <laughs> <laughs> Rewind one time. Nah, uh, December. First week of December. Fuck. When are you in Sydney? Second week of December. Oh, I land on the 9th. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be after that. Yeah, right. Yeah, sick. What about the other dates? Gold Coast and Brisbane. Well, Gold Coast, we're working at um, Brisbane's first. So that's 16th, 17th, oh, 17th to the 19th. We're going up there actually to run our food truck with P3 Tag, um, P3 Performance. I'm um, hardy in that. Yeah, big, um, they got a big three-day tournament, tournament, which is going to be one of our first big, um, you know, operations that we're going to get amongst. Nah. It's going to be crazy because we've never done like, they're going to have like over 800 people a day there. And we'll be like one of the main food um, supplies or food trucks. Yeah. So it's going to be a mighty little experience. And then we're going to do a show out there. We're still going to announce the we'll announce the um, venues and that next week or yeah. sometime like that. But yeah, we're going to do a little club show over there. Then we'll head over to Gold Coast and do a little something over there. We're going to try and take our docker on the road too, just do private screenings. Yeah. So... No. We'll do one in Brizzy, we'll go to Gold Coast. After Gold Coast, we'll head over to um, Melbourne. Yeah, awesome. And then come finish in, finish in Sydney and hopefully, um, yeah, launch our food truck. Yeah. We're, we're, we're aiming to launch it in December. Yeah, this is, bro, this is a rogue name to throw out, but you know who you'd link up with? I reckon you'd all get along with. Have you seen that Tommy the Cowboy on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that's worth, like, linking is that, up with him, showing him your doco. Cause he's, wait, who's he's Tommy a boy the from, Cowboy? He's like a boy from Western Sydney. He's part of the bikies got offered New South Wales Carp. So he got shot 
at the bikies. Then he got offered, yeah, the bikey head oh. guy, Comacheros, was like, you got to get out, you're 21. So anyway, he's like, he's, he gets out, he gets off a New South Wales Cup, then Rockhampton gave him a contract. Yeah. He moved this up guy. to Rocky. Yeah, and became a footy player up in Rocky and Queensland Cup. But like his content and all that, I'm like, fuck, like you line, honestly, it sounds so rogue because it's two different things. I reckon if you showed him your docker, he'd fuck with it that heavy. Yeah. 110%. Because he's a boy from out here, used to be in the bikies, changed his life, loves the outback. Small boy. Oh, yeah, he's the man. Yeah. I love watching his shit. Yeah, I reckon showing him your docker would I be a good f- place to put it. That's just off the top of the dome. Yeah, but 100%. yeah, um, very exciting. How do you guys feel about touring? Oh, yeah, excited, man. Can't wait to hit the road, dude. Can't wait to perform the new album too. Were you in the mines up there? When you are in the mines? I was in uh, New South Wales mines. It was like Muscle two hour drive from Dubbo. Yeah. It was a small town called Ningen. <laughs> Real country. Ningen? Ningen. Lingen. Ningen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> right, N or an L at the start? Ningen. Ningen. Yeah, there we yeah. go. I think I've been there. I was up there for like, yeah, you would have for footy. Yeah. They're like big league play uh league. Oh, yeah. Well, St. Mary's. Yeah, you would have. St. Mary's played Yeah. Ningen. Why? Yeah. Ningen Tigers. Ningen that's that was that's the rugby club there. Yeah, man. Yeah. But I was up there for like two years, just working in the mines. Yeah. Flying in and out of Sydney. That's madness, eh? Yeah. So I we're contracting, so I was like four weeks on, two weeks off. Yeah. Oh, long weeks, man. But that's when I first hit this guy to start recording. And I was up in the mines. So you knew, did you guys know each other before that? Nah, never. Everyone I just seen this guy do his, I seen this guy go solo like from uh, Fortunate. What year is this? 2018, I think. No, before that. 2017. Maybe 2017. Yeah. I messaged this guy, I was like, bro, can I get some recording time? And he didn't reply, didn't reply. I just kept sending him shit like me rapping. Yeah, that's right. that's <laughs> and, journey, and this guy opened the request and he was like, yeah, come through for a session. Then I went to the session and Look Good was there. And it's just like been going ever since. How'd you know Look Good? So he was, I think this was back in 2016 or 17. He was he was dancing. I just came out of Fortunate. And then um, <clears throat> I was just going to go back to footy because that's all I knew yeah. other than music. But then I was like, fuck it, I want to give it one more crack and like just commit to a proper. And he was finished with his dancing thing. I messaged him because I heard him on SoundCloud as, um, what was he, the Milk Boy? Milk Boy. Milk Boy, yeah. Yeah, he was a DJ. Oh, but he's, he's been producing for years. And then I hit him up, I said, Sully, <laughs> let's meet up and let's just give this thing one more crack, like the music thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was it. We started like recording and that, that's when I've, I first kind of like really got into my artistry and my craft and that, like yeah. with music. Because before I was just singing covers and stuff, but that's when I progressed into original, my original sound and finding my melody and that. Mm. So that's where it's at now. But, but these guys keep me on my toes. I really learn a lot of jazz and look good in the studio, bro. Like they're really, fuck, they're really vets at their shit. Yeah. Good's like definitely one of the best producers slash artists. Yeah, in the world, like I'll say the world. Yeah. Like, if he hears um solo shit, like yeah, this guy's solo shit, the unreleased stuff, oh, fuck man, it's yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Vault for vault, you reckon he's got the book? Like he'll have most rappers. Vault for vault, <coughs> yeah. Like if Jazz has got everyone for vault for yeah, vault for rappers. Jazz got everyone. 
Vote well, for vote rappers, yeah. Shit, when are we going to get it? If we're talking about versatility and that, but who's judging, right? Yeah. Oh, I know 100% this guy's got it. Yeah, yeah. In the bag. And then after that, if you're talking about producer, artist, look Crazy. Yeah. No one can touch him. Yeah. All genres too. All genres. Not just the one. I'll put him up there with Pharrell and that. Yeah, 100. Yeah, it's a matter of just creating that platform and then just keeping yeah. on it. Just keeping out what we're doing, you know? Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's going to break through soon. Yeah. Trust. Pharrell, I think, broke out late in his 20s. Yeah. I could be so wrong, but I feel like he took a... Nah, because he was part of what What were they called? Neptunes, yeah. Yeah. But what, when did they come out? How old was he in the Neptunes? Yeah, because Neptunes... Is Look good would know all this. Say. Yeah. 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 That's, That's a good question. My designer is like, bro, he reckons Pharrell's a goat because he just loves how like... It's tough. Yeah, bro. Design, production. Even the song Happy itself is the best marketing song you could ever make. How the fuck no one thought of that before he did it? It's just, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like he just nailed it. Wait, I had a question. You know the Canoundra Tigers thing? Yeah. So... Do you play footy? No. Would you play if I played? Yeah, if you run over. <laughs> I will run over. <laughs> so I've never played footy, right? I've never played a lot of sports. I only ever played football and AFL. I was going to AFL. I went to JWS, but I was too fat. They told me to fucking go and lose weight. <laughs> True story. So anyway, I, um, I had an idea for a series where I take up a sport for one week. One week. On that Saturday, I'd play or fight whatever it is so if it's MMA I fight someone in an amateur fight if it's boxing I fight someone in an amateur fight I could not care if I get knocked out I've never played rugby league ever for school never anything you'll kill it so I was thinking maybe you get on the outside edge and I'll play like maybe what do you reckon second row and get front. maybe one of no, your you're front row. You're a yeah but what about those country boys what yeah, they'll run yeah. over me nah nah don't worry we'll toughen you up all right, well, yeah, someone gets on my inside, someone gets on my outside and defend me when the line's moving, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's my fucking prime problem. Because I'm just thinking, like, if someone starts moving that line, I've got to shuffle across and comes back to, you know what I mean? But I was thinking, like, fuck, I might just come out with you boys. Because Lower Blue want me to do it, but I was like, I'd rather go out with the country bumpkins and, like, have a proper crack. That's nah, it's mad out there. Right? Yeah, shout out Canadian Tigers. Your brother's yeah, ripped, bro. That highlight real stupid. Bro, my brothers, uh, my brothers can still bang. I'm an old man, but they can still go. How old are the go to the top? The brothers, 20, 22. When my AJ, twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Sevis, he's twenty two. Then you got Katz, is um twenty five, twenty seven. Oh, yeah. twenty five. And then you got um Jay, twenty eight. Alpha, twenty seven. Johnny. <laughs> yeah. There's like six of us that go out there play. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. The boys carve. Sevis, he released a song recently. <laughs> yeah, he released um, Seasons. Yeah, and you shot that out at East Coast, hey, on yeah. the uh, the Maruba, yeah. yeah. So that was all shot and edited on the iPhone. So, so cool. Yeah. It's crazy what you can do with the iPhone. Such crazy. A sick song, such a sick song as well. Yeah. yeah. Done well, eh? He's really getting in his bag, eh, you know? We're one. trying to really teach, like, well, I'm trying to really teach like how to be sustainable with his shit. So he's been in the studio just figuring it out. Mm. He has a question he'll, he'll ask, but then he's just recording demos on demos and his vault is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mad vault, especially just he, he's only started recently. So him and him and Reezy for sure. Yeah. They're next, next up. But we're not trying to do all that hype shit like next up and mm. this and that. Like we're trying to really just be the hardest workers. 
you know, when it comes time to releases, I just want, want like, get us to a place where it's consistent and constant. Because then it's just a really, like, a, like a, you know, a play along of our life, extension of our life and yeah. coming alongside it through the music, through the visuals that we do. And then, yeah, that's how we, that's what we're trying to reach, not this, oh, release fucking one a year and then wait the whole year and market mm. for fucking five months. Nah. We're really just trying to build as we go because life changes like this. Yeah. Shit's changing, new experiences. We always been talking about experiences five years ago, you know. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes that will happen and those tracks will come out in due time. But for now, we're really trying to build consistency. So, yeah. Reezy and Sevis, Jazz, Good, the whole team, bro, we're yeah. really working. I think the key to music nowadays is you got to drop and not look back. Yeah. You can't, you can't overthink it. Like you can't worry too much about what people are going to think. You just got to drop and then analyse. Mm. What did you do right? What did you do wrong? Why? Huh. Maybe the song didn't go well. Was it on playlist? Like I reckon people overcomplicate it. You know what I mean? They think too much into the mark because they, they like some of them like overthink marketing and all that shit. So no, just drop your fucking song, put a video to it. Yeah. Fucking put it on playlist. And if it doesn't go well, figure out why. If it does go well, yeah. Keep it. But like. Analyze it in like a year because you've got to let it sit. Yeah. You can take on its own fucking life form. Like I still reckon yours right now, I'll call it right now on the podcast, I still reckon your on the low will take on a new life at some point and push again. Yeah, for sure. Especially with TikTok nowadays. It gets fucking, someone does a dance to it. It's nuts, <laughs> eh, bro? That guy lives in Western Sydney, that mask wolf. Does he? That rolling down in the deep. You know, True. I thought he was from Melbourne. He used to go to Bible studies with him. He used to go to Bible studies <laughs> with mask wolf. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that rolling down the deep would be like, I'll check now. I reckon, honestly, it'd be Cause, um, almost Chief, half a billion. The Chiefs used it on their video. What Chiefs? Like Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes oh. and that. Astronaut in the ocean, that's what it's called. These <coughs> will know it straight away. Oh, wait. That was good. Oh, another one. Bro, he has a million. A, a billion. Crazy. How many monthlies? Ah, remember we've seen this guy at um the awards in Melbourne. He performed seven and a half million monthly listening. That's crazy. Yeah. All because of Good a TikTok song. Like that's what I mean. It just if it takes off, it takes off. Like it just goes. But yeah, like yeah, just guy from Western Sydney just had that music out there. Didn't look back. It just takes on its own life form. I reckon that's the For way. Sure. Day. Just fucking pump music, let it sit, analyze it later. I mean, as long as the the art is good, like, yeah. and you really fuck with it, and, you, and it's then you just chuck it out there. Yeah, you know, it's only when you've half-heartedly done something, but you're expecting full results. That's when you fuck up your expectations and yeah, shit. It's like if you half-hearted do it, then and you release it, then that's what it is. Yeah. But if you really put in time and you're really trying to tell a story or in a movie or whatever, then that takes also takes place at that time too. But yeah, that's what we're trying to build is just. Fucking bangers, left, right, center, up, down, yeah. inside, out. <laughs> the bro, the PV songs get people jumping. Yeah, the PV songs, especially that live event. I realized like how contagious it is to just like move and bump around. Eh? I loved it. <laughs> fucking loved it. Yeah. I wanted to bring up something. The documentary. I want to touch back on it. So we've talked about like how Western Sydney is just going to go like up. We've spoken about it. We've spoken about a concept of like a festival, <laughs> and then we've spoken about the doco at the moment as well. You grew up with the boys or like around them at least. The 1-4 boys have their doco premiering on Netflix. 
how does it feel to know like you guys have your own little thing coming out about remote Australia? So you guys have a different your doco is a bit different. It presents yourselves, but it presents yeah, maybe yeah. like issues that yeah, people yeah. don't think about, maybe I'd say. Whereas theirs presents in the same line of topic, it presents issues that marginalized uh, populations faces, but it also just presents their life more than it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's more different arenas. But it's still two docos, right? Which is fucking, it's, so, bro, it's that cool to say, like, they're both from Western Sydney. Yeah. How'd it feel for you saying, like, because you're a Mountie boy, right? Yeah. How'd it feel for you saying, like, the trailer and just going, like, holy shit, like, just a couple of boys from, like, Wayland Reserve? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, buzzy. I think it's even more buzzier because a lot of people really say that Western Sydney, I rep that proud and you know, loud and proud. I am 27. My, my artist name's Seven O, for a reason. You know, I really rep that. But I think the beautiful thing about what we're doing is that we're all from different parts of the world. We literally got jazz from Porirua, you know, River Boy. Um, you got Good, who's from Brisbane. Logan, is, um, yeah, Logan. Um, my brothers, obviously, we were born and bred out here. Um, Reezy from NZ. You got Saucy Offos from NZ as well, yeah. you know Willis NZ, Johnny born and bred here and Coach, and my missus is Eastkill. So I think the thing about us and what we're building out is that we're really trying to show out there that you know what what it can look like when fucking you come together like real, like in a real way, you know, mm-hmm. and and still rep and hold your hood to your heart and all that your numbers where you're repping and stuff like that but I think the true power is when you come together mm. and do your shit together because it really elevates and take your shit to levels that you can't imagine you know there's a saying it says you want to go fast go alone you want to go far go together and that's our thing is that you know I can go fast any day they can go fast when they want that's alone but what we can build out together. We've only been a year, bro, since 92 World was birthed. Like you, re- like in this like setting, like you know, yeah. this this kind of way. A year and what we've accomplished in a year is fucking like crazy to me. You know, we're, we're really like setting our stuff up properly and with the right people and partners. So I don't know, man, like blessed, but, you know, the journey's worth it. Like when you stick to what you're, you're truly called to and that's what we're doing. Yeah, 110%. How do you feel about the Mark 4 doco? Oh, fuck. You're dead. <laughs> I, nah, sorry, bro. I love it. Like, that's what I mean. And that, that's why I say what, what we're building is that. But the one forward, bro, that's like, they're really telling the story of the West kid, yeah. you know, of that kid that's grew up in the West and fucking come from that hardship with the, you know, with the police, all that stuff. You look at all the rappers out there, they're all getting to do shows and shit. These guys been pressed for however, however many years. And they're still the best. In the and they're still the best. Like no one can question that they open the door for everyone. Even for guys like us, the conversation's easier to, to have because they open the door. Like people's eyes are over here from all around the world. Like And those boys bring that. Yeah. So whether you're open or not, whether you're, you know, you're on the other side, like you just got to show respect where respect is due and that's where it is for me and... And lo- love to everyone else who's in the industry and that, but fuck those boys. And I feel like this doco is really just going to stamp their name, like globally, yeah. and just be like, this is nothing. Like, you got Western Sydney um, videographers and production team doing that doco too. Yeah. Like, people that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, bro. Shout out Vanilla yeah. um, as well. Like, and just Matt, Rick. It's just buzzy to me because, uh, you know, even though these boys are younger, 
they're really just saying, you know, something that I really can connect with. And they're showing that story through their music, through the videos. And say what you want about them, but you can't question the impact that they're fucking, yeah. you know, made. It's unqu it's not it's not questionable, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. And like for someone like Rick Howe and that, like to come in those early stages and really mold that, um, and be able um, to help tell the story, the boys' story, that's special in itself. You know, motherfuckers just come to the area just to take and run and go. These guys would have come and stuck through it when they were getting pressed by police, all of that. Yeah. So, big shout out to the boys and the, that's a fucking promo for the doco, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real, uh, I don't I'll know. I'll send it to Matt after this. <laughs> cut it up. Nah, but that's that's just, that's real love. Like, I've got mad love for them boys. Yeah. Mad love for that whole crew, the whole team, how they move in that. It's mad. Yeah. yeah. I've had people ask me about them and like like what I think. And I always say whether you like it or not, whether you, whether you fucking hate them and what, everything they stand for, whether you like them or you hate them or you love them, the amount of people outside of hip-hop that know Australian hip-hop because of 1-4 mm -hmm. is undeniable. For sure. There are middle-aged mothers in fucking Mossman <laughs> that would know 1-4 yeah, is a bunch would. of boys from Mountie. Like that, that's the thing. We've never seen that before. And then when you say they're the NWA of Australia, I've said it before and people yeah. call me a fucking idiot. And you go, no, you have no clue. This is the exact same thing NWA went to. Yeah, you've got to really pressure. break that it down. Opening clip in the fucking, I'm going to make your life as hard as possible. Yeah, that was much. Bro, no other <laughs> artist in this country's ever had Even that. now they got stopped at El Cusso's fight from performing. Yeah. And they, and they all got put up against the, the garage and that. Bro. Like he looks a goods for a champ, eh? He'll be our next team, Joe, I reckon. Yeah. Him, Jai, one person, oh, that, one person that doesn't get enough he's fucking better credit. Management man, fucking better <laughs> publisher. Jesus Christ, bro, Jai Pataya, he's one to you can't fuck with. He should be the biggest thing in Australia. Hundred percent. He's, he's different. Freak. He's, he's different. Freak. Central Coast boy as well. Him and um Alcuso, different. Yeah, they're all di they're different. And then if like Willis Meehan was in the mix, different. Yeah. Wow. Is that your boy? my boy yeah he's part of the crew hey he's is he a boxer willis yeah 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 he's yeah. like one of the best heavyweights he's like the boogeyman the boogie nah, <laughs> no straight his, out is that his is that his um stage name nah but he is the boogeyman no one wants to talk about him or bring his name up because yeah they don't want that fight yeah. i'm just being real too i'm not i'm not in there but i'm in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> bro we box you would know from like an entertainment perspective boxing in australia is so fucking behind yeah. Like we have proper champs on our home soil. Tim Zhu fights in three days. No one knows about it. <laughs> Did you know that he fights in Gold Coast? Yeah. You, nah, but. You know? Nah. It's just, it's not good enough, hey. Bro, like just from like an entertainment, just like this room, it's all entertainment, right? That's what we manage in. We know what like. But they got a, they honestly got a partner with the young, the younger creative to bring that to mainstream media. Like to get it to a place if they really want the views and stuff. And, and talk and, and partner with people who know how to run events and shit. Yes, like the boxing's. I mean, the no limit cards are hectic and that, but yeah, um, I feel like it can elevate in all sports, even NRL, all of it. Yeah, yeah. And Paulo needs like Paulo and Jai should be superstars for Tim sure. Jew should be a superstar. His yeah. dad was a fucking superstar. They knew what he was doing back in the day. Where it's like, I feel like, and it's I don't know. If I was them, first thing I'd do is I'd tell one four. I'd tell fucking Latrell Mitchell, I'd tell um, people like yourselves, front row or yours, 
Bam Bam, Bam front row. Yeah. Where's the camera? I want Bam Bam in the corner of the fucking camera in the front row. I want yeah, to yeah. Because then that way kids are watching and they go, oh, look, there's Bam Bam. Oh, look, there's the Fox. Oh, look, watch. Nathan yeah, Cleary's yeah. in front row. That's what UFC do, bro. When you're watching the UFC, you'll see. Yeah, Movie around. stars, athletes. Right, everyone. And it catch, whether you like it or not, you're fucking yeah. you're taking notice of like, that. that's the caliber of people in that arena. You know what I mean? Then when you talk about it, you're like, oh, Donald Trump was at the UFC. Yeah, yeah. 110%. That's yeah. what boxing needs to do. But yeah. they're all old heads and they don't want to hear a bar of it. So it is what it is. But yeah, Paulo and Jai, I don't know how we got there, but fuck their champs. Yeah, 1 4. Yeah, start off with 1 4. A uh, few other things. Album on the way. I tell, you what, I tell you what would be crazy on that thought if like and this is a I'll put this out to all the production teams videographers or whatever if we done the actual um, series like a Netflix series on the West from oh. artists to athletes to the entrepreneurs the yeah. I think it would be crazy bro the caliber of what we have out here yeah people bro just the hustlers like just on Nuts. ground level like the like the yeah some of the blokes out here they just got stories and the lives they For live days. from day to day eh? like yeah i don't know and like i feel like that's another thing right the same thing goes for like the number one and group footage there's footage you could show to people in rose bay in melbourne in fucking townsville and you go oh yeah this is western sydney and it's kids on fucking yeah. popping wheelies on mitchenbury road you know what i mean like Crazy. on dirt bikes like i don't know there's a lot to the Netflix idea is a really good idea. That would be crazy. Uh, who like the other questions like who funds it? Who's you know what I mean? Like who Just do we get? Put it from? out there. Yeah. Let them come. We want IP of that. If anyone takes it, <laughs> well, I'm fucking <laughs> keep it in the podcast. Hey. <laughs> um, the album. Yeah. Planet Vegeta album. If I'm right. Yeah. When's it launch? Let's have a stare off. <laughs> is it next Sunday? Nah, so next Sunday is going to be the private listening, the listening party for it. Yeah. So it'll be the first time we play it for everyone. Um, but then it'll be the following sun, uh, the following week that we release it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But we're trying to tee it up with a platform called Even. So, you know, fingers crossed we can get that over line. And then um, pretty much what Even is, is like, you know, like if you make a movie. Yeah. You take it to Hoyts, event cinemas before it goes to streaming platforms like Netflix, yeah. Disney and all that. So what that's what even is. That's the where we want to take our because what comes with it, you can get exclusive merch, you know, like show stuff, just um a lot more exclusive access to the artist than you know, than you would just by you know, all platforms and stuff. It gives us a and that's what type of connection we're trying to really build out with the followers as well. Yeah. So we want to drop it on even and then Hopefully go to all platforms a couple of weeks after that. Man. Yeah, so yeah. but just stay up to date on on the socials and yeah, you'll definitely hear what's going on with it. Album wise, core themes, like any features, what like what are we talking like can you <coughs> can you drop any hints or no? It's just what warm up. Yeah. It's just good music, man. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, like we've been in that bag for ages, so it's nothing new. Any new genres? Well, that's why. I really have one, A. It's hard to kind of like. Nah, it's just feelings. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, energy. It's energy. Sure. That's the type of music we, we make is energy music. It's because it could be all energies. And it's just whatever we fuck with at that time and, and place, then that's what it is. Right. If it's something slow, if it's something Afro-y, 
you know, some hip hop then that's what it's going to be. Mm. And we, we want to keep staying like that because, fuck, you get bored hearing the same shit. So if we can just keep it how we, you know, how we see and view it and hear it then. But this this album has got a lot of, we had to go in a different bag for it. Yeah, A little bit, you know, some different um, kind of look good release. Yeah. Fuck, it's really loopy, man. <laughs> it's mad because like people still catching up on our last stuff, you know. Yeah. So it's like, it's like with levels, there's levels to this. Yeah. So like people are really trying Talk to catch shit, up. Jazz. <laughs> people really like, yeah, they're gonna listen, they're gonna hear it. But I'm really excited. It's really good music. Um, look good. Oh, he's a bad man. Yeah. Not not many. Um, it's just in house. Yeah. We got a couple of features. Full in house album. Yeah. Mm. Fully independent as well. Yeah, fully independent. All produced, mixed and mastered by Look Good. Um, Any features? Nah. Not even from in here. Like I'm saying like Razy or like anyone. Like yeah, they're jumping on like BVs and stuff. But yeah. in terms of features, just we're running it. Yeah. Like we have um, one track, like an outro type thing, Nest Love from Brisbane. That might be it. But we're still going to, f- we're finalising it at the end of this week. Because yeah. the way that we create is like, it's just like we love it when it's now. Like the, that's the energy now. Yeah. So as as close to the date as we can keep it, we just keep it going until then. It's like twenty tracks in the bank, but yeah. we're only going to choose like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, something like that. Okay, now, yeah, love and it's the album, bro. but it's a hard thing because it's like, what do you do? Because if they all, it's a big project mm, yeah. in terms of music wise. It's got substance, like it's a proper proper project. But then do you see like? With the way we want to move, we just want to, yeah, we drop it a few months, drop another album, a few months, drop another album, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, it's that whole thing. We're just going to put it out there, see how it goes, and then just keep loading the vault and yeah. dropping it. Did you get, um, I was going to say, maybe you get like reactionary channels to do a full listen to or something. Or do yeah, like some, true. Oh, yeah, that was the number one. Crazy. Shout Amazing. out. Crazy. Nation. Nation. <laughs> Dude, Chazza. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, bro, Isn't what a fucking shit. weapon that I guy is. I love this man. His work rate is unbelievable. He's a man. He doesn't miss a beat, bro. He's proper. Shout out to Crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. He always reacts to our stuff and he does it fast. Yeah. So, yeah, it's mad. I'm surprised Chaz has never reacted to Jazzy. Yeah, send it through. Yeah, true. I'll send it through as soon as we're done. Get a reaction up of this. He's, he knows good music, that Chaz. Yeah, I like it. He breaks it down a bit, eh? Yeah. You know, because you know who you, you've got a bit about, yeah? Is um, Giggs. Giggs. UK Giggs. UK Giggs, yeah. Not like uh, when you're talking the hardest part. Not that Giggs. Not street Giggs. The street Giggs. <laughs> holy God. Nah, street Giggs. With the like, deep voice. It's like... Giggs can be divided into like two different people. He's a, he's like a fucking kingpin from Peckham. If you've ever been to London, oh, yeah. Peckham's like Mountie. It's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Peckham's no fuck around. But um, he has that and then he has like reflective gigs and he goes deep. He has a song called The Essence. He has a song called I'm Working with George Smith. Yeah, uh, what was the other one on that? It's Hard with Emil Sanday on that album as well. He just opens up on his whole life. And yeah, you've got a similar, it's just like this gentle flow. And if you listen, you're like, fuck. Yeah, it's unbelievable, yeah. but it's easy listening at the same time yeah. whilst he's opening up about like hard topics, you know. I feel like you've got the same thing, whereas I feel like Chazza would pick that up straight away and be like, oh, yeah, this is like that chill gigs type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I reckon that's a – I don't know, there's a few things. You're in a live marketing meeting. 
But yeah, fucking, I reckon like reactionary <laughs> things, doing creative shit for the videos as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm getting like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many ways to go about an album release. So. Yeah. I can, but album listening party's sick. Yeah. We just do it like that. I know, let's spread it out on the internet. Yeah. I mean, I mean, fuck, we could put together a whole full marketing campaign, but just let the music speak for itself and get it out to the right people, you know? Mm. I feel like our network anyway, just sharing it organically gets out there and the people that do end up jumping on board are, are solid. Like, they're not just going from, you know, they're actually invested in our music. Yeah. So, you know, it's mad. Even like someone like G-Ho, uh, original G-Host, he, he dissects the whole thing down, you know? Mm, yeah. Comes to this guy talking about cadence and how many times he's said cadence in a song and just little stuff like that. That to me, I feel like that's a win. Like yeah, that shit, 100%. that shit means more than how many numbers. Mm. Like the numbers are good too. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like that that comes after like the loyalty, and that's what we want. Like yeah. we want those loyal fans that will fuck with us through it all. Album wise, what do you think's like a perfect album? Like, like that you've listened to. Malibu, Malibu by Anderson Pack. Yeah, that's one of my Actually, favorite top albums. Top to bottom. That's the one, and he's playing the keys in front of like it's all like um, anime or like like cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's one that. of my favorite top to bottom. Yeah, for one sure. Of my favorite albums. Yeah, you use the same. That that album's crazy. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like the, some you can just play top to bottom. Yeah. My favorite album back in the day was Drake's. Yeah. What? Uh, like the fucking take care. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's uh, Good Kid, Mad City because what yeah, it actually that's a nice song. I like that. what it actually is. He's talking about I'm a good kid in a mad city. Mm. I'm Kendrick Lamar in Compton. The whole album is that. Mm. Yeah, it's an experience of Compton and how he's trying to be a good kid. The art of peer pressure, like songs like that. You're like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When you sit back and you read the title, yeah, yeah. He's actually telling you what you're getting into. And then you go through it, and damn, that's another one where he just talks about his whole life. And you're just going like, fuck, like that's a. I like the way that goes. But Dave and Giggs. I don't know if you guys listen to them, but they do similar like albums where they just kind of put like songs together. It's not too psycho drama had a main theme, but gigs he can just put songs together, and then it's how he orders them. That when you listen to it, one to fifteen or whatever it is, Man, I need to get on there. I'm yeah, really on to gigs like that because he makes you like um, Georgia Smith did it as well. Her recent album it's called Falling and Flying, but the whole thing of the album is like you're falling, like it's a real sad song and then you're up and it's like got a real up-tempo, grime, garage beat and it's bumping. Then you fall again, then you fly again. That's how it ends. That's mad. But yeah, I reckon that's like with albums, it's very, yeah, yeah. ways to do them, eh? And we'll get into, yeah, I feel like we'll get into that creative side a bit more too. Yeah. Like at the moment, like it's just stay up shit because that's what we're doing. We're, mm. You know, we're, we're broke trying to stay up yeah. and find ways to really hustle out and get our shit out there. So... But yeah, that's it's mad how artists do that for sure. Yeah, I mean these guys are real good at that. I'm just like getting their uh, record. Yeah, my thing is just like it is what it is. Whatever you see is, but metaphorically in that, this guy and look good, crazy. Yeah, they time. come up with themes and shit, and it's mad because we'll be in a studio session. Good will say, "Oh, there's a theme," and we'll talk about the theme, and then we'll just go off the back of that, and that's how the song's made. Yeah, he goes crazy with the themes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, yeah. what's an example what's one like um stripper stripper from our last album yeah talking about you were in that session what were we talking about and then that hook you know the hook 
Yeah. That, that hook was supposed Jesus. to be this guy. And then I ended up jumping on it, singing it. Yeah. I was. It's like um, she be on her knees, Jesus peace, trying to save her. What's. <laughs> I can't even remember. This guy's the blank. <laughs> but yeah, it's about like some stupid trying to get out. Yeah. Like of that lifestyle and shit like that. And like we just kind of wrote the song around that. Yeah. But good always comes up with that stuff. Mm. Like just those random as subjects and themes. Yeah. See, uh, like footy clubs do it now. Oh, yeah? Penrith, like this year, was hunting history because it's the first three Pete in 40 years. But you don't hear about it till they've won the premiership. But like the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, got, like I know someone who works at the Bulldogs and like theirs was called like the kennel. Like, like so essentially like, like we're in the fucking kennel, like we've got to work hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hard. Yeah, I think themes, like Labor's now Fruits Later. That's something I'd like. Just comes easy. Hell of Havoc suits perfectly to like you guys because it's just something's always happening. Yeah. So like when I first met yourself and you came on the pod and then I went to the XP session, I knew straight away I have to get these hats to people because every time someone sees them, they're going to be doing something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's I just- crazy. Yeah, theme building's the way forward, 110%. Labor's now Fruits Later is exactly that. It's kind of When did you make that one up? What? Uh, Fruits Label. Uh, Bro, I was just on a Zoom call with my designer yeah. and we are just talking and I was like, fuck, like, because, I, like, I, I know by the time I hit, like, 35, I'll, like, have a football club. Like, I'll have my brands. Like, I know I'll be sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, all right, how do I, as a 23-year-old sitting in my bedroom at my parents' house, articulate that I know what I'm doing now is going to come to fruition later? And then, yeah, it just kind of labours now for it's later. Because I've been running as well. And I was Mad. thinking about my first run. I couldn't even run a kilometre. Now I can run, like, 10Ks. Fuck, oh you've God. lost heaps, too. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, like so, like yeah, that kind of just tied in straight away because I was like that day I ran like ten k's or something, and it just hit me straight away. I was just like, oh yeah, like I'm at, I'm actually at a point I never thought I'd get to from back then. But yeah, I try always. You, bro. Yeah, I always try and look for themes like Sporting Club Hellas is like called the essence. I always just try and keep it really true. Like you see Daily Mail, they post shit about like <laughs> Luai vaping after they win a grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like I just want to create a sport entity that genuinely embodies like just what everyone wants. Yeah, to, like, for sure. Be a part of, you know, and just like, yeah, I don't know. I think theme building is like the way forward for everything. Like if anyone's starting a business or a brand, I can say the exact same thing. Like build themes off it. Like even you're like chicken, right? Like that's mm. got its own like theme. It's got its own like thing. You can just build off yeah. the back of it. The marketing comes like that. It's just a matter of if you get that theme down. For sure, yeah. But yeah, fuck, that was fucking... You use a lot of brain power in that. <laughs> 100%. Um, album on the way now. At the time of recording, it's the 11th of October, 2023. Means we have like good 80 days left in the end of the year. What is left for the rest of 2023 for 92 World, but more importantly, like yourselves, you three in this room right now? What's left is um, we really want to get this... Um, make this food truck launch successful. So just launching the food truck. We've got the album to drop, um, get around Australia a bit and hopefully get to NZ and just set up for next year. Like 2024 is the year that I told, I told the team, like that's the year I really want to be financially stable. And like, you know, the year where that all that stuff starts to sort itself out. Yeah. So it's really just setting up all the back end to make that successful, you know, that year. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we just got a few things coming up. We're trying to get to the Thailand in January, trying to do a little cookout tour with the food truck. Um, you know, get the like, master of the merch game and really get that going proper where we can leverage everything that we got going. Yeah. Like that's a big one. And just 
yeah, do it proper. So there's a lot to go on, but yeah. that's it. How do you feel about the food truck, Chef? Oh, I'm actually, so there's uh, two sides to it, I think. Like I'm excited as this is like all I've dreamed for. But yeah. then it's the other side, it's like that nerves. It's like. Yeah, it's stuck. up to that moment, you know what I mean? Yeah, when it actually it's like, happens, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. like playing sport on the weekend, I would say for myself, like those pre-game nerves. Yeah. It's like that, but then you also have that thing. It's like, like what Kill always says, like we get to do this like together. Yeah. And like, I think that's the thing I've realised over the past like six months, especially like I couldn't do this without like my family. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I'm keen for, like getting on that food truck and being, doing it with like, my, my my family like literally yeah. like we got to run a pop-up in darwin um shout out to john john gelato they had a food truck there and they let us run it and that was like my first proper taste of like running like this like ourselves yeah. and like having killer was running the um the till. Yeah. the till we had um jazz look good in the kitchen as well we had the boys out the front like setting <laughs> the mad. vibe we had music going and it was just mad to see like we're doing what we love like together yeah. So I think that's what I'm most excited for. Outside, like this being my dream, like I always want to have a food truck and that, like we get to do this together and it's like yeah. makes it all worth it, even without the money and that, you know, like the financial uh, freedom that Kill's talking about, like we get to do this together. So that's the yeah. uh, number one for me. Bro, 100. So yeah. Benny in there, he's my cousin's best mate. He's from Wimbledon as well. Nah. Jamay, young Jamay, he's Jamay's 18, he's from Wimbledon as well. Oh, good. End of the day, when I take them somewhere like, Fuck, Ben being in the Out West after party made me laugh, right? Like, <laughs> a couple please. of boys from Wimbledon aren't meant to be in that room. You <laughs> 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 oh, But yeah, like taking them, like back to your point, like when like Jermay was at XP sessions, it's like that's the shit. Like I, I brought a kid from Wimbledon with me to this and like that's the fucking coolest thing in the world. Nothing's going on in Wimbledon, right? Like it's, it's not like a Derek town, but there's just nothing eventful happening where it's like, yeah, the other places I've, like, even Ben being here tonight, it's like, yeah, like, that's the shit. You know what I mean? Like, the fact I can have those boys join me on the journey, just the best feeling in the world. Yeah. But, yeah, the I other thing you should mention about the truck or your food is that it's straight off a fucking farm out in Canoundra. That yeah. needs to be talked about. Right. Yeah, so we actually, we got the meat the meat side that we're sorting out with a, a farm in Canoundra. I like to call it what meats. Um, what meets and goes. Nah, shout out to the boys, the Watman, yeah. the Watman lads, Nathan and um Andrew, Uncle Andrew. But they help us, you know. Um, we got we got the Take Flight and the Bodega Pass concert the this um Friday, Pastor Mike. And we're actually going tomorrow to pick up lamb from the farm, and we're gonna serve it on the menu on Friday. So, but I tell you that this yeah. lamb, mum's like fresh, <clears throat> best lamb. I'm lamb. telling you, haven't I had it? Chops, nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. What did, what that was the Coles lamb. Yeah, that was, that was just the, the, the local lamb. Like, nah, like, <laughs> is that yeah. cracker? Yeah, it's bro. Wait till you have this one. I'm telling you, I'll tell you if I don't like your food. Hand on heart, Italian. This, I'm very passionate. These chops, oh brother, they'll fucking chop yeah. you up. I'm telling you, yeah, like, nah, they'll really honestly. give you a oh, no just straight from the farm to yeah, no seasoning. Yeah, the first time we nice. tried it, we got it. We cooked up a little barbie for ourselves. We had like we didn't put any salt or pepper. Tried it. Wow, yeah, the flavor is unreal. I'm telling you, what meats straight from the bar, straight from the farm to the barbie. This yeah. you can't get any fresher than that. Honestly, for real. It's good for the soul. 
good for the soul. And then last night we've been um, over the last couple of days been testing some new because the boys got the fried chicken on lock. You know we want to expand the menu, yeah, expand the meats, and now we're going on to lamb. So this Friday we're trialing a whole new lamb thing. You know we've got some lamb snack packs, lamb rolls. You know just you know sitting in juices, slow cooked, all that, bro. You know that with a bit of music. And then if oh. you take that on a bigger scale on a festival, basketball, oh, brother, back to it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> meat, wait, meat cut of choice, like both of you being chefs, if I lay out every cutlet in the cut of meat, what like what's the thing you can nail? Oh, like cooking or Yeah, cooking-wise. Whoa. You go first. You got to talk to me for that. Are you talking about Barbie? You want to see the fat? You want to render it? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm joking. <laughs> what do you got? <clears throat> what I got? Um, shit, probably just after this week, I jammed a lamb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. That was my first time like, actually cooking it. Because we're, we're running testers for Friday. Yeah. So I had a crack it and I was like, fuck, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably my favorite yeah. to make right Pressure now. cook. Pressure, Pressure cooker. cooker. Crazy. Um. Barbecue, everything. Beef stock, bit of beef stock. Beef stock. Oh, you don't want to get. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You don't give the, the recipe the away. Recipe <laughs> <laughs> Cut that shit out now. <laughs> what about you, chef? Oh, probably. I don't cook much steak or anything. I'd say leg of lamb as well. Like, yeah. oh, I love to cook that, like roast dinner if you're cooking for yourself. Chef's mum really yeah. gets down with the lamb. Yeah, my mum right. loves you. Loves you would have tasted lamb. one of you might have tasted one of them, the Persian lamb, bro. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I was talking about before. Yeah, yeah. that's there my mum's recipe. XP sessions, bro. I was going, what the fuck? Like, how's this? Like, nah, that's just something in the room. air there. Yeah. yeah, when you walk into that backyard, bro, 100%. it's just in a whole different world. <laughs> so that chicken's nuts. That's uh, like, yeah, it's on lock. Like that's yeah. such a yeah. That can just continue the whole. I'm a honest. chicken guy too, like. Uh, Fried, yeah, yeah, you know, and, what I, you want. and I'm easy to please, but when it comes to the chicken, I really, yeah, I really hone in, and yeah. sometimes I crave it, bro. That's how bad we're in communities like uh, this year in February. And I told this guy, <laughs> we, were, we didn't even have the resources, but lucky Andy came over with the chicken, and I said to this guy, I said, bro, I'm craving it, it's still for the um, so we, we had to cook the chicken for the kids, right, yeah. of the school, but lad. There's fucking a hundred kids there and, and parents, parents and everything, and there's it. only like what forty pieces of chicken, fifty. You can't you can't give it up. Angry, you know. Yeah, they get angry. I told this guy, say, hey, just save that one for the team. <laughs> fucking pumped it, bro. It was the best feeling. I swear to God. Oh, we had <laughs> that some... fried chicken was something. No, but we gave them way more. We we cooked them everything else. Trust me. <laughs> Don't worry about Pancakes that. Gave him some donations and some clothes and that. <laughs> I love those kids. Shout out, but hey, when it comes to the fried chicken, no, nah, the next time we go there, but fried chicken, eh? Chef, yeah, what do you reckon? Fried chicken. Yeah. We want to teach some of those kids how to cook it. Yeah, too. we want to do some cooking lessons when we go as well. That would be hectic to get there. What do they catch out there? Far. The best thing, it's like sort of like a little tradition I think we got going now with me and this guy. When we go, they. They either take us crabbing or last time we had some crabs crab, with us. Yeah. Of course. Crabs. Oh, the whole crab, the, me, they, we start a fire just in the school on the basketball court. Yeah. And then... They got they got hectic ways too. Yeah. They teach us way more than what yeah. we could teach them. Yeah. Very, they like yeah, how to hunt, how to... Yeah, they just pull up on the school court, get some rocks. I mean, get some like um, wood. Yeah. yeah. 
bam, put it up and then chuck all the crabs on there. Any then, <laughs> any animal that like was a bit different to you? Because like my dad's been out there and said like snake. Like they, they know how to like. Get they eat um, dugong. Yeah, yeah, the, like the a, sea cow. Dugong. Yeah, it's like a seal, right? Oh. Uh, bigger, like a like yeah, a yeah, but whale. it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. it looks like one, right? But yeah. yeah, it's got the big teeth or something. Turtle, something turtle different. eggs, they say, are really turtle. nice. Apparently, yeah, turtle eggs. Fuck. What about um, um, kangaroo tail? Apparently, that shit's like mad nutritious. Say, eh? is it? Yeah, I would want to I didn't hear much in Numbua about kangaroo and croc. Yeah, apparently, croc's like good meat. You had, did you have croc at the markets? Yeah, yeah. like a croc jerky croc burger. How was that? Right. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, a bit different. It rubs on your conscious a bit, eh? Like eating it. We've become so like chicken and like pork, yeah, like yeah. pig and cow are so like straight over your head. Yeah. And then when you're confronted with like a crocodile, like eating a crocodile, you're like, fuck. It's like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you're confronted with an animal, you don't classify you camel? Food. Oi, they're made oh, like oi. invasive out there, eh? Camel burgers, wow. You can yeah, get them out time. like um, Bankstown ways. Yeah, you go during Ramadan, they have the night markets, Alakemba. You oh, go there, true. they sell camel burgers, camel snack pack, top tier. What's camel meat like? Oh, it's like beef, but I would say the flavour is much more like richer, intense. Yeah, man. The camel. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this is what you tune into the podcast for. <laughs> Talking about different meats. <laughs> Audio cut out. Uh, I want to preview to you guys my soul food thing. I don't think I've told the boys about it. I think I mentioned okay, it to you. Did I talk? Want. No, no, no. Oh, so I've got, I got to show you something. Right, so I've got to get up these things as well. For those listening, I'm sorry. For those watching, I'm also sorry, but I'm be one second. So I've got a thing called an idea, and I wanted to double up, right? Did you ever watch like the grime era of UK? So I came up when like Skepta and Jamie, my friend Ned showed me in 2013. Skepta and Jamie were still, like you could catch them on the street rapping, right? So anyway, they had this whole era where it's like a real soulful beat, like you guys could easily hop on it like hand on heart and it's it just like it would just be like this fucking little digi camera just one take do the freestyle Mad. put it on youtube so this was one of them right can everyone see it yep. that's tough so that right and then like say even like Oh God, something like this. So that whole idea of like that soulful gritty shit, right? I love freestyles, but I feel like sometimes they've become like too overproduced. I feel like that has its place. Like, I reckon like proper hip hop has raw to have shit. like the raw fucking like that most stuff and they yeah. Like, in, like yeah I know so I wanted to double up a series right so it's, I wanted to put it under one banner but it won't, won't really work like that so the freestyle itself we called Hellos Havoc that I have two producers that have produced a beat pack of 50 beats already that is along those lines so I'll send out a snippet to you guys like you guys I'll most probably send it to in like the coming week or two and be like right Whatever snippet you'd like, let me know. I'll send you the full beat. Prepare your freestyle. Then I'll tell you the second part is, is it's going to be a food review. You guys are going to be different to everyone because it's obviously going to be 92 grams in the background. That's what we're going to do, right? But ideally we do a freestyle in like, ideally we do a freestyle at, at the 92 XP session, just raw as the camera, one take, microphone on the camera. 
and then it doubles up as a food review. So you do it and then after that we'll do a food review of like 92, like chicken katsu and all that. Yeah, right. But like, like let's say double six, they were in here, right? It's a You guys are like an anomaly to it because you have your own food, which is fucking crazy to say. It's so sick. But double six, they have big chiefs, is it, in Rudy Hill? So yeah. double six, Cisco will do his freestyle in front of big chiefs. That's his local food spot, right? Oh, that's his oh. fucking, that's like the shit. Does his freestyle in front of big chiefs. Freestyle comes out on the Tuesday, real raw. Sunday night, there'll be a food review of his order from Big Chiefs and he does like a video like Spanion does. Tough. Yeah. And double it up. So that's going to be called, the first part is going to be called Hellas Havoc, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3. Wow. Second part's going to be called Soul Food. Love. It has to be, but the whole premise is your hometown. So like, or like where you're at home currently. So like, say like, say, say Lissy was in Sydney. I'm not doing it. I want Lissy to be in Logan at his kebab shop he was going to when he was 14. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, yeah. to well, compromise. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to compromise on the actual essence of what it wanted to be. For sure. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say to you guys. Like, I want to do this double up series where that's I just tough. get rapid. And man, like, how cool would it be to be oh, there while, well, like, yeah. some of the boys yeah. are just throwing down beats. And needed. Just I reckon it's needed. Yeah. yeah. It'd be mad different, too. Like, yeah, it's different. You don't hear raw shit like that anymore. Yeah. Especially with the. Culture of hip hop, that's yeah. A lot of it was like that. And um yeah, like most dev, right? Like shit like that and like Skepta JME, like gigs, that whole the original UK Dons, like that's what they came up on. Like fucking yeah, ciphers, right? But like that culture of like we're going to it on Friday, that type of stuff. Yeah. But then for every shoot, I'll I'll most probably invite wings and um blood juice and maybe the guy from Purple Sneakers. I'll be like, come and document it, so we've got extra hands on. You know what I mean? Mm. That way as well. Not like I couldn't give a fuck about money, but at least the artists I'm getting on get like a thing, you know, like more coverage yeah, rather man. than yeah, just so me, my page trying to push it. Whereas if Wings puts up stories, and that's how you do it, bro. But yeah, sure. I um, I had that. I was like, fuck, I gotta show the boys. But yeah, I've got like structures in place. I've got like a step plan ready to go. But here's some of the artists. I'll, I'll uh, name them out to you. This is just who I've got like off the top of the dome. I got Marv's Seven O Jazz Nobody Look Good. Then I got Soka, Elijah Yo, uh, Pleaser, who's a guy. From, he doesn't do music anymore, but he's from around here. You might know him, Ray? No. You might know him if you see him. CB, Reezy, if she wants to, like, it's open to all the artists I know that sing. I'll be gangster. If you want to fucking chuck down a, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're a singer, if you're if you're a hard style DJ, if you want to chuck down fucking beats and you can rap, platform's yours. Uh, B-Wise, Yibby, Solly, uh, YK Tanner, who's up from the mountains. Uh, AJ, Cisco, and Mossy. That's just who I've got so down so far. Tough. Yeah, it's mad. But yeah, I'm going to obviously branch out. That's mad. Get in contact with Soul Radio. Have you on Soul? Yeah, I've seen them. They're nice, eh? Oh, you got to get onto that page, eh? Mm. Have you seen it? It's just like this guy who just interviews like... like he came to the listening party, actually. So my listening party, yeah. Anyway, he was there. Yeah, he runs it. Him and... Um, Kieran? I think that's his name, Kieran. He could... He, I don't know who knew him, but fuck, he could rap. Oh, sing, oh, Kieran. Wait. He got up and sung with you guys. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking. Sultana? Oh, yeah, yeah, Kieran. Yeah, he's sh- oh, sitting next to him. He gets up and starts singing. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, the man. But yeah, no, that's all radio, bro. Go on the page and it's just like random freestyles and like. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, the, truly, I think it's, oh, fuck, I don't even know. I don't want to say what soul stands for. But yeah, um, it's very soulful itself. Mm. Like, it's awesome. I want to try and replicate that. Yeah, I don't, man. I don't want to go – I just want to do it, like, for fun. And then I know it won't – like, in the first week, someone will have 500 views. You come back in five years, someone will have two or three million. 
Yeah. This is how it's going to operate. It's been like that for hip hop the whole time. You just give it a few years. Like Dave Street Stars, it's just something that it'll yeah. take its course. You just got to put it out there. But yeah, I think the food reviews will be cool as well. Yeah. And it gives like, the most important thing about that is it gives like small businesses. Yeah. Yeah, coverage. Small businesses don't know how to fucking, like I'm ethnic, right? Like you go into like Chinese restaurants up in the mountains, they're gone, but they don't know how to market. They're, yeah, they, yeah. They came here like 10 to 5 years ago, you know? Whereas like if you give them marketing without them having to worry about it, I'll feel good about it as well. Yeah, for sure. If people go, oh, I went to Big Chief when I was in Rudy Hill the other day. I was at TAFE. I went to Big Chief because I saw your video. This shit would G me up. You know? 100%. So yeah, that's what I want to do. But um, That's mad, bro. Good on you. Yeah. It's going to be fucked with the schedule as it is, but I gotta, I'm going to have to. Fuck, that's no sleep then. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to pre-record and then just tell every artist We'll launch it in. I'll launch it in March or February, and then roll it out. That way, I have everything edited, micro yeah, content, yeah, yeah. everything ready, done, rolled out, and then it's just a roll out. Give myself a break. Season one done. Season two, and that, hopefully, it just takes its own life. Whereas, like, yeah. I'd love to have JMs hop on it and not make like a big deal. You know what I mean? Just like mm. them, just hop on. Just a space for people to come yeah, show out. Just know? like say some of the boys have got throwaway bars, and they're like, "Fuck, I don't know where to put them, but I want to put them out." Yeah. And you're like, all right, yeah, perfect platform. Go right. chuck these throwaway bars. And like, yeah, Skepta has a song called Track 5 where he actually, it's just a freestyle he did. And then he just found a beat that he could own and then, yeah, just put that freestyle into an yeah, actual song. But yeah, that's the other thing. I'm just going to tell every artist, talk to the producer if you want to release it. I don't want anything to do with that. It's only going on YouTube on my end. If you want to put it on SoundCloud, whatever, whatever, do do right. thing. But I'll, I'll just put it on YouTube, go from there. If you want to put it on your own YouTube, do you think? I could not care. Hectic. I just want to, I just want to, like, bro, how mad will it be just being like, especially like something you guys are doing right? Oh, like, you should make a Spotify. No, I don't want, I don't want, I don't, I don't want any contracts with any of these fuckers. Like, bro, I know what the music industry is <laughs> like, right? No, you don't need contract. I'm saying so you could run that as a playlist for your own, like, yeah. Fuck, like, imagine all those rappers and that actually, they just drop it for your, um, for your, yeah. Hellos and Havoc playlist or whatever this thing is called. Yeah, I do That'll a playlist. Be crazy. If, if if we can clear the beats, because some of them have samples, like Kanye, like you know, kind of Kanye sampling mm. idea where he just goes like old school sixties, brings Who's it to producing. You can just do it all on SoundCloud. Um, Flat, do you know Cam Flaherty and Eli Hardy? No. Flat's like my original right hand man for Hellos, but he was that good at producing. I just said, "Fuck off, go True. do your own thing." I don't need you around here. Yeah, like, yeah for our fried chicken and flips with all the samples, we just drop it on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, just free. Yeah, but people go there and just listen to this shit top to bottom. Yeah, hundred ten percent. That's why. Like, That'll be mad. Yeah, I might put it on SoundCloud, but I also want the artists to put it on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, like for for them, the more listeners for them, it's better. Like, cause I I'll, I'll have to yeah, tap yeah. out. Like, it's not I'm not in the music game, so. Nah, but I just I, thought I got the brand, and like, fuck, fuck, if I sell a few t-shirts on the back of it, that's cool. But that's more importantly, mad. like, I'm keen to be in like Rudy Hill at like 11 p.m. filming a fucking burger review. You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's what like sure. about a eh? like, what are we doing? We're not doing that shit. Like. <laughs> What are we doing? But um, yeah, twenty twenty four. What's the main goals for all three of you? Just lock in, like really, like I said before, get that financial stability for the team. There's a few opportunities that have popped up, and we're just figuring out what's the best way to go forward as a team. Like, because that's, I feel like for what we're doing and the empire we're trying to build, we've got to move together as one. So, twenty twenty four is the same. We're just rolling it out. Hopefully, get a cookout tour with a food truck. Um, yeah, get over to Thailand, Bali, um, go back to communities. Yeah, we really want to start building, like, whether it's water or Wi-Fi or whatever it is out there, 
just want to see with the locals what they need and yeah. what we can bring. So man. that's 2024, man. A lot of music too within that. A lot of music, a lot of, yeah, a lot of that shit. A lot of merch. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. What about yourselves? No, you said it perfectly. Just like locking in for the whether it's music, whether it's the food truck, um, being a better artist, better partner, yeah. everything, just locking in. Well, How about the food truck, bro? Yeah, I would say the same. I want to get like in a new place with food as well, like just opening. Because I never went to like cooking school or anything, but it would be mad to just like grow myself as a cook, like yeah. learn some new, new shit and that. Yeah. Yeah, different recipes and all that. Just yeah. push the boat out a bit. Yeah, hard. Yeah, fuck yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, Love. I think this is a two hour episode. So if you got this far, I appreciate you. Comment below, I might give you a free t shirt. Uh, besides that, see you next week. Have a nice and baby. <laughs> <laughs>